I bought a game on Xbox Live just before <laughs> I came on. Did you? What did you buy? It's, it was on a sale thing. Mm-hmm. Far Cry Blood Money. Ah, it's all right. It's all right. I believe you mean Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon, yeah. Blood yeah, Dragon. that's right. We knew what he meant, though. We knew um, It was three pounds. Come on, now. Yeah, three quid, good. I thought. Oh, there you go. Three quid will do. You can't beat that for three quid, if I'm being honest. Three quid. Do you know, I realised this week, right, that I forget what the hell I bought on Steam. Yeah. Yeah, everybody does. You know why? Because I saw, oh, Torchlight 2, that's cheap. I've not, I don't think I've ever bought that. And I went to look at my list. Oh, yeah, I've got it already. <laughs> that's, sorry, that's pathetic. Who would do something like that? I didn't buy it again, though, <laughs> luckily. Uh-huh. I realised I got it before. Well, I, I couldn't have done because it's in my library and it would have gone, you've already got this game. What would it say? You've already got this game. Just yeah. like that. Yo, 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 Right, are we ready to go? Go, 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 go. We watched Battle Royale last night. Ah, so good. That movie's messed up. It is messed up, but it's good. It's good. It's weird. Well, you know, it is set in a dystopian future. <laughs> yeah, but I'd say the the premise of that makes about as much sense as the premise of Hunger Games. We hate you kids. You're not respectful enough. We're going to make you kill each other. Well, no, kind of. No, it's to set an example to all the other kids so they don't misbehave, though, isn't Bruh. it? That's the point. <laughs> Look what will happen to you That's when you misbehave. That's the best way to set an example. Make Absolutely. kids kill each other. Is that what the Hunger, Hunger Games is about? No, yes. the, hung- no, the well, Hunger Games is basically isn't. the same idea, except the Hunger Games is... We want to control the outlying districts. So obviously the best way to control the outlying districts is to make them ha- send children to kill each other. Yeah. I don't know why that it makes people stay under control. Good to me. But it's like, have a champion, then you've got someone to look up to and all that shit, in it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Whereas, Sorry, whereas not... Battle Royale doesn't have that. It's just like one gets to survive. <laughs> I don't buy the premise of Hunger Games. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I was not impressed. No, I, I mean, it's, you know, Millie loves it, but I'm just like, eh, it is what uh, it is. Right, we need to get going, don't we? Yes, let's get going. Here let's we go. Let's do this. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass. Yo, to the veteran gamers. Is today's hectic lifestyle making you tense and impatient? Shut up and get to the point. Reviews and an indie pit. Stew story time and chili's game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite saviors. <laughs> The interesting thing about that is Switch that console up before you have to press repeat, yo You mean like stew? I certainly do not mean stew Hello and welcome to show 209 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast 209 and it's on the line so yo get in line or you won't be on the line brilliant funky freestyle is right off the top of my head right there do you know i can't believe it's eight shows since we did that live 200th show Damn! it seems like yesterday doesn't it seems like yesterday we were oh, all God. so far away i guess it isn't <laughs> i don't know what to say it was yesterday. <laughs> it was gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think you're... There's nothing wrong with being gay, so there's that's not even an insult. No, there isn't. But no. now you made it sound like you said something you shouldn't have said. Uh, whatever. 
Who we got? Uh, we've got me, Stu, here. Yay! You. Yeah. We've got Mike. Otherwise, Yay! I'm not a Mike. This is my voice. I'm not going to get interrupted by stupid sound effects. This is my voice. This is what I sound like. That, that was your voice twice. What is this, the Dana Ghoul Hour? Uh, and we've also, we also got Duke. Oh, yeah, you do. I am a loud mouth. Like it or not, I am never going to play down. Now you've got that queued up perfectly now. Make a noise all they ever been good at. Uh, so I'm going to do that. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. Do you know, actually, today, um, we were listening to The Streets. That was quite cool. Not listening to that for eh. a while. He's all right. They, they don't age very well. They don't, but you know what? You know. I listened to their album, A Grand Don't Come For Free, and I liked it when it came out at the time. That was a good album. I listened to it recently, and I was like, my God, this is shit. No, but Millie, Millie was bopping around my to... God, this your is fit, shit. Your fit, but don't she know it? <laughs> That's probably like the catchiest one they are on there. It is quite cool. But catchy. the album as a whole is, my God. But it's quite cool, though, because it tells my a story. God. It tells a story, though, doesn't it? Of his, his relationship that went bad. Yeah, it tells a story, Chinny. Everyone knows that's the most important thing in an album. Tells a story. Anyway, Mike Skinner is from Birmingham. Talking about Birmingham, did you see Benefit Street? I didn't know. Benefit Street, Duke, is a documentary aired on Channel 4. Um, I think it's a three-part documentary of a street where most of the residents are on benefits or uh-huh. living off benefits. Oh, I heard they accused Channel 4 of a manipulative stitch-up. Um... That's probably what a lot of poor people who are trying to look for a lot of money very quickly would say. <laughs> yeah. But um, this street, uh, I, I have driven a couple times around this around this area. I, there's a prison right next to it, and I've driven past that prison a couple of times. So I sort of know that this isn't the best area in the world. But my God, that that documentary uh, opens your eyes to a few a few characters. But you should definitely watch it, too. I think you'd like there was it. A, there was something similar on last year, wasn't there, where they were on that housing estate where, like, everybody was on benefits and they had, like, people shoplifting to order and stuff. Well, this is this is sort of a similar, similar, similar thing, but it's on a str- I think you and Kay should watch it, too. Oh, I'm sure Kay would love it, but I think... You, you and Kay, get, get on 4LD and watch it. But I think she would just get angry and stuff. Cause yeah, my wife was getting angry. I was getting angry <laughs> because they, you know they, they they sort of blame the government. You know they, they don't they just go yeah it's the government. It's the government. It's like you know one guy shoplifted about five hundred quid's worth of clothes, right? Mm. And I don't really agree with shoplifting, but there's not there's not much of a victim there if it's a big chain, right? And then he sold it all on drugs. And I was like, well, he's never going to fucking get out of it, is he? No. You know? I mean, on the one last year, it was I think that was in Sheffield, you know, where obviously the st- all the steelworks had been closed down. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people who were there had sort of used to work for the steelworks, but obviously just didn't have a job anymore because, of, you know, everything went. But there was this girl who was a druggie, right? Uh-huh. But what she would do, she would get what people wanted. So she was like, you know, like Asda Home Deliveries. Yeah. Well, she was like that, but a shoplifter. So they would say, like, right, I want like some, you know, boiled ham and and some deodorant and shampoo, and and she that's what she would go and get. Yeah, so yeah. she would come back with all this stuff for them that she'd nicked from the local supermarket. There's, or whatever. There was a there's a guy on Benefit Street that undercut Poundland. <laughs> that's brilliant. And undercut 99p stores. He did pots of anything you want. So pots of salt, pots of fairy liquid, pots of coffee. Pots of hot chocolate, all for 50p. Every every pot was 50p each. See, 
So I'll take, I was take quite impressed. Wrong. I, I, wrong. I was quite. I thought that was a good idea. Uh, so do you have any shows like this in America, do you? you know, uh, people? I believe we don't watch TV, just Colbert Report and Daily Show and I old the, fans of I watched, Rock. I watched The Daily Show um, and he's bit on global warming. Um, he, he he was talking about the weather and then... Oh, yeah. And uh, Fox, uh, uh, it's all, oh, this is evidence that global warming doesn't exist. A cold weekend is all of a sudden... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, evidence that global warming is is a conspiracy by liberalists. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I thought that was very funny. That's the first time I've watched uh, the Daily Show. They do a good job. Do you good. know we we and watched... that, that that woman that he cut to that Jessica someone Jessica Williams is awesome. I love She's her. She's very funny. Yeah. But no, we what did you watch botched bodies? No, we watched that this week, right? How thick are some people? I don't know. Seriously. You know they the now, thickest people of all, and they edit it to making them look even thicker. Yeah, kind yeah. of. But and, I, and I'm, now I could be wrong, so don't quote me. But I'm almost sure this this lady came from Birmingham, but I'm not 100 percent on that, right? But there was a woman on it, right, who wanted to change the color of her eyes, right? Because she had dark brown eyes, and Pop she wanted tenor. There you done. Yeah, she wanted lighter brown eyes, right? Now, funnily enough, nowhere. Burley in the world is licensed to do this operation, right? So there's there's an alarm bell already. There, there's there. there's a bit of a problem there, yeah. Bit of an alarm bell. Wonder why. And the place she ended up going was somewhere like Venezuela. It was like somewhere in you know somewhere like really like weird and remote where you wouldn't dream of going to have any sort of operation, let alone someone sticking a scalpel in your eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she went to this place, right? Got there, paid all this money, £8,000 was this operation for this eye colour change thing, right? Obviously paid for, you know, flights and accommodation, all that jive. Gets there, they didn't have light brown. Oh, I'm really sorry, we've not got light brown today, they're out of stock. But we've got blue. (laughs) As Chris Rock said once upon a time, how much do you have to hate yourself to talk about you don't love your eyes? I don't like my eyes. I want to get different ones. I bet some blind people would love them eyes. Well, that's the point, right? So, so she said, Uh-oh. while I was there, so thought might as well go with the blue. <laughs> so they do the operation halfway through. They, they, she, they didn't actually put her out at all, right? So she was still awake through this with just like local anesthetic, right? Starts to scream. The doctor goes, oh, I wouldn't do that. It'll make it much more difficult if you start moving and screaming. <laughs> right? Completed the operation, which she said took about 15 minutes. That's how long it took him to do this. Came round, and she was pretty much blind, couldn't see anything. So she said to the surgeon, I can't really see anything. And he went, oh, don't worry. Some people, it's fine, you know, straight after the operation. Sometimes it takes a couple of weeks to clear, right? Came home, and guess what? It didn't clear. No, and not only that, it got worse. So as she sort of, you know, the week afterwards, it was even worse. So she ended up having to go to this specialist who said he didn't even know whether it, by removing these things, whether it would actually fix her eyes. But luckily for her, it did. But it's just like, how stupid are you, really? People are just stupid, aren't they? Well, and they don't say to these people, oh, you've got serious psychological problems. You don't like the color of your eyes, so you're willing to pay 8,000 pounds to have this guy stab you in the eye. You need serious therapy. No, we say, let's film them on camera and put them on TV. 
No, to be fair, it's the same thing with Jersey Shore. It's the same thing with every reality TV program. Yes, it's tempting for us to look at them and go, oh, these people suck. These people are idiots. But that's the whole point. We want to feel better about ourselves by looking at the horrible idiots on TV. Meanwhile, they get to be famous and make money off of that. Now, to be fair, that wasn't the case in this because this was just people who came on after they'd done stupid things. So they didn't, you know, this was something they'd already done. So it was like highlighting... Stupid thing I did. No, but it's cool, though, because in some ways it'll go, hopefully other people will see that and go, yeah, maybe I won't go to Venezuela and have my eyes Maybe they'll see it and go, ooh, that's how I can get on TV. I don't know what it was. Do you know some crazy programs? Mommy, all I have to do is have a ridiculous operation. Exactly. Crazy programs. Crazy. Anyway, that's not why people tune in. People tune in for the video games. Yeah, video games. So Yeah, it's a task this week. It is. Why is it a task? No, you oh, there was a task. task. I did, but that's for later. That's for later. What was the task? It's later. Um, I don't remember that. What was it? Oh, I got it wrong. All right. I sent an email and typoed wrong. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was basically how many games did we actually complete in 2013? I, t- spoiler for, for the show ahead. I completed more than I thought I did. But <sighs> this, get me, let me get this right. This isn't games that come out in 2013. No, no, it's only games you completed in 2013, so it doesn't no. matter what year they came out. Good. Ten? Yeah, it doesn't matter, because I've got a few that came out in previous years as well. Um, so, but, but that aside, we'll come to that later. But, Jude, what have you been playing then? We'll come to you first. Proteus sucks! Right, it's time for a fight now. Game we're going to have a fight. Because I, I completely We're going to fight. I completely disagree. Why does he well, suck? Actually, I take it back. I haven't been playing Proteus because there's nothing to play! There is someone. It's not a game. It's not a game. Did did you talk about this last week, Proteus? No. No. All right, well, explain what it is because I have no idea. Okay, here's what it is. Imagine if you had, like, an Atari 2600 and it started glitching so that there were pink trees and you could wander around an island with pink trees. No, that's not it at all. That's it! That's the whole thing. Quote-unquote game. No. Right. Yes. Have you heard of the group The Orb or Brian Eno? Oh, um, do not do that. If you, you had, no. if you had a visual oh, representation of one of those albums that was uh, interactive, no, you would not. That's that not even fair. Shut it up. is fair. It is totally no, it's not fair. fair. That is what this game is. No, because is. there are little fluffy clouds in the orb, and there are no clouds at all in Proteus because it sucks. I'm watching a video. Actually, I'm watching a video of Proteus. That's wrong. There's lots. As of that's exactly as much as you need to get out of this What's stupid piece of junk. Clouds yeah, there are rain. clouds. Right, there are. There's insect seasons. Let me tell you what I wrote on the website, Chinny. This is it. Okay, oh, no, you ready? I saw what you wrote on the website. No, 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 no I'm not talking to you, Stu. But you're wrong. <laughs> I wrote Proteus makes Dear Esther look like GTA Five. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but you're wrong. Okay. That's you're wrong. Let me just explain, what, what, just explain what I'm looking at right now. So yeah, it's you like get Matt Weston into it. Go ahead. Go ahead. View. Uh, this person's just walked on water and then walked to an island. Everything's very pixely. There is yes. nothing going on. There's, you know, it's sort of like Minecraft, but everything's pixely and you can't dig or do anything. Nope. There's some pig trees. There's some green yep. trees. There's some dark green trees. There's some like, oh, the the trees move. The trees move. Isn't that inspiring? Right, let me, okay, let me read you this then, right? Okay, I did send this to you, but he may not have seen it. No, oh, I read it. This is a great thing for eight-year-olds to make them write poetry. Yeah, well, I've got to say, right, do you know what? And I, and I thought about this afterwards, right? I thought, do you know what? 
we're so set in our ways with our preconceived ideas of what a game <laughs> should and shouldn't be. No, it's true. It's true. We're, we've got eight-year-olds who absolutely are getting inspired by playing Proteus to write no, poetry. Inspired by creative. One Direction. No, they're not, though. Not in the same way are. at all. That's wrong. That's wrong. They are inspired by One Direction. There is nobody using that, though, as well, creative writing in school. You don't think anybody's using One Direction to get inspiration for poetry? No, creative writing in schools. That's completely... Well, well, that says something about the teacher. I like this game. I think my kids might like this game. Hey, look, my kids like this game. But you can't deny that some of the writing that came out of that game was quite cool. Well, yeah, but that would be true about anything. Not necessarily. No, I don't, yes. I don't agree at all. Hey, look, I found some poetry about One Direction. Liam really is a pain. Maybe he no, got some tips on saying. That's but not what those kids will let Niall about. take the blame. Maybe it was all the fame. That's but, not what those kids wrote, though, and you know that's not true, Duke, and it's not the same thing in any way, shape, or form. Stu, what my point is this. Eight-year-olds don't need something amazing to inspire them. They can get inspired by anything. I agree. I don't disagree with that, but the fact that using teaching this to inspire kids is quite games? a cool thing. No, it's not. It's, it is. It's no more inspiring than bringing in a lump of dog poop and Why? saying, what about this? Why isn't it? Because... It doesn't matter what you give an eight-year-old kid. They have active imaginations. And Absolutely. they take anything you give them and turn it into something neat. That's the beauty of young kids. But that, what you've just said, is what Proteus is all about. Because it's taking something that, yes, that, right. you, that inspires you to fill in the blanks. Oh, God. It I is. can do that by staring out the window. I don't need to go into a virtual world. And there's nothing to do. There is, no, well, apart from interacting with the you stuff that's there. The obelisks, and it'll take you to a different obelisk. Well, it doesn't, actually. Oh, God. None of the obelisks take you anywhere to a different... It, it yeah, changes... No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, they what? don't. It, yes, change, they do. it changes the seasons. It goes from spring to summer to autumn to winter. Stuart, listen to me. There are certain obelisks that when you walk into them, you get teleported to other obelisks. This is a fact. I oh, know it. Oh, that's cool. Because I haven't, I haven't come across that, so that's something. Oh, that's it's cool. a new amazing part. It's something that I didn't know about. That's cool. Can I give you my opinion on the game? <laughs> Go ahead. Fucking stupid. Can we move on? <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not. No, a, Stu needs to defend this. I'm not defending this. I'm defending, you are defending this. No, I'm not defending this. What I'm defending is this it type. Is this game weird or shit? No. It is this, both. Is this type of game as as a new genre in gaming that you know? But it's not new. It is new. It's, it's Journey did that, this a year ago, and they yeah, did it better. This this came out with Journey. This came out over a year ago. <sighs> But these are a new type of genre of games, and and just because it doesn't fit into your box, dude, I wrote about this. Gaming, I wrote about this. Shit. I said in my review, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not appreciating the subtle, inexorable beauty of this minimalist enterprise. Maybe I'm bringing faulty, hard-hearted expectations from console shoot 'em ups into something which is clearly trying to tread a different path, one of intangible essences and abstract textures. Maybe I'm gonna puke all over my keyboard, and that's exactly what you're saying. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Stu, I want to ask you a question. I don't think that's what I said at all. Stu, I want to ask you a question. (laughs) You can ask away. Right. Now, rather than Duke taking the American approach... (laughs) It is a bit American. ...going guns blazing at why he he hates it. He certainly is. Right. Um, I'm going to take the British approach, Stu, (laughs) and I'm going to ask you why you like it, because I'm struggling to find out why. (laughs) Because I think it's just a cool... uh, 
experience where you just discover stuff. And hold on, hold on. No, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Just a minute, let me finish. Let me finish. Discover what? Well, every time you come across a... Like, right, basically, right, if you stand in any water, uh, the music goes down something like akin to being in a church. You know, if you're in a church and it's very quiet and there's just sort of organs in the background and that's all you can hear. Yeah. <laughs> but then as you move out of that and into Duke. the sort of woodland... I'm trying to... Listen, listen. As you move out of that and into the woodland, just stuff like you come across creatures that make certain noises, you come and the music changes and swells and changes. It changes with the seasons because obviously in spring it's sort of a bit more quieter and as you get into summer it gets a bit more raucous and there's insect noises then added to the cacophony and it's just like an interactive piece of music to me and that's why i like it because it changes dependent on what you're doing at the time what else do you like about it i like the sort of abstract color palette of the game i like the way it progresses through the different seasons and then sort of it's quite melancholy towards the end when you get into winter you know, it, it sort of everything changes and everything's dying. How long did you play it for? It takes about an hour to play from end to end. Hold on, there's an to end, end to this? Yeah, no, no, there's a definite end. Right. It takes about an hour to play from beginning to end. And yes, there's no point to it. And yes, there isn't any sort of objectives in a traditional sense. The only objective is, you know, is to find stuff and see what happens when you sort of interact with it, really. When you get close to it, usually something happens. Can I it's tell you just, my opinion about these? It's kind of cool. There's shooting stars and there's, you know, there's just cool stuff going on. I don't think these games are going to... They've got to have a bit more to them now for them to last. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I'm not saying that this is the best example of this type of game. And this is why I'm not defending this game in particular. I'm defending this genre of game. Because if they didn't make these things and if everybody's opinion was that they were sucking and they were shit then we wouldn't get these new and interesting experiences. We wouldn't get Gone Home. No, we wouldn't get Gone Home. We wouldn't get Journey. We wouldn't get any of those games. So I'm not necessarily defending this on its own. I'm defending this whole well, genre of game. Let me ask you this then. Why don't you go, yeah, this is okay, but then use Gone Home as the, the ultimate... No, because I don't agree that it sucks, and I don't agree that it's shit, because I don't think it is. I think that's pretty harsh, really. Because it's quite a clever and interesting way of presenting music to me, and that's why I don't think it is. No, too. Tell me why he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I play a game in order to have an experience that goes beyond the, the most rudimentary elements of what you find in every other game. Every game you walk through the water and you hear the sound of walking through water, the animals that run away from you, it's like the duck on the, the dungeon game on the Atari first console that came. And they hop away and they bang, 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 bang. And it's, look, this would have been awesome in 1982, but it's 2014. This is, I, I'm sorry, Big Bad Daddy. I appreciate the fact that you gave me a copy of this, but... I, I just I don't I don't uh, if this is what it takes to impress people then I'm just I'm just flabbergasted. I'm not saying look it's not for everybody. No, it's but not. It, I mean, and, and interestingly, it's it's as interesting that you hate it as someone who loves it. You know, because that's it gets a reaction out of you, doesn't it? Whether it's a positive or a negative doesn't really matter, but it actually creates some sort of reaction from you. Know, well, you I know, think that can only know, be a good thing. Oh, so much time and effort into something and, inc and encourage people to pay you money for it, you ought to be shooting for something more than a negative reaction. Yeah, I mean, this Christ got a negative reaction. 
This has got hundreds on Metacritic. Some people I know gave this a hundred. Metacritic. It's and I'm not saying that's right. On the Steam reviews, including yeah. one from me. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's right. But obviously, some people get it and think it's really cool. Oh, and see, some people no, don't, sorry, and, stop, and that's stop, fine. Stop. Here, this is what I object to. Look, I accept that this is a matter of difference. I accept that there are different levels of abstraction, and that you know what appeals to me about you know yeah music like Aphex Twin or whatever. And a lot of people aren't going to be into that. I like Japanese noise music. People hear it and they go, "What the hell?" But I'm not going to look at those people and go, "Well, you just don't get it." It's not about getting it or not. I get this. I just hate it. You're yeah. allowed to hate something, even though you, whether you get it or not. I'm not saying right. Okay, I maybe use the wrong phrase for that. I don't mean get it. I just mean not get it, but people appreciate it for what it is, and you just don't appreciate it for what it is. So that's fine. That's just how it is. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I would say that you know, I don't, I don't appreciate it for what it is because it's not much. I mean, if you gave me a blank piece of paper and you look at this thing I drew, and I'd be like, what is this? It's a snowstorm. I, th- I like, think. I think this you. Not, I you know think this you... argument reminds me of. You know, look those kind of paintings that you get, uh, and they cost millions of dollars, and it's like a dot or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is a bit like that. And like the one person goes, yeah, "That is. is brilliant." Just oh. look at it. And then the other one goes, "It's a fucking dot." Yeah, but it's this a dot. isn't a, this isn't a dot though. And to be fair, right? I it's, think it's, it's, it's twenty a, dots. I think a lot, a lot of <laughs> it's time twenty multicolored and, dots, and they change color when you get near them. I think a lot of time and effort went into programming this game. You may not it think sure that, did. but I think it did because it's it's all procedurally generated. Each time you start it up, it's a completely different island, right? And there's well, there's all well, the same well, elements. Different is a bit of a stretch. They're all the same elements, but the music and the way that the noises that the animals make actually fit into what's going on at the time. It's not just by chance alone, you know what I mean? And the fact that those obelisks and the fact that you might have a gravestone on the end of a cliff looking out to sea, you know, those things happen by chance, but they're quite cool and profound in the way that they, they sort of are. When you're standing in the circle of the people, which I'm assuming is in every version of the island, everything stops. There's no music whatsoever. There's no noise. It's just quiet until you walk out of that circle again. And I think there's just lots of things to discover, even even though they might be abstract and a little bit weird and, you know, you can't really see what the point is, they're, they're there to find. And I, I think you're, I think you're being very discuss. disrespectful to the developers by yes, I am being insinuating that, that this took no work at all and it's I'm like something that you can do program in a day. I no, never but you are, you are being pretty disrespectful because you're sort of... I am being disrespectful of, because I feel like yeah, they're being disrespectful to my time. <laughs> You don't have to play it, Duke. Same just way that if I watch a bad movie. Escape, Duke. You just press escape. That's all you I need did, to do. but I had to well, hold it down. But you can't be. Only made his eyebrows go down a little bit. We, uh, if we Look, you, cannot, you cannot be angry at the developers because you don't like their game. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You can't. Sure you can. can. No, you can't. You can't be angry at them. You can't be going like, I'm really angry at you because I didn't like what you made. Yes, I can. <laughs> Why? Because because here's the thing. Look, if they had released this for free on a website, that would be one thing. But they said this game deserves three of your dollars. We think it's worth three of your dollars, okay, and it's you. not. Let me put this to you another way. Say somebody just didn't like your writing, but yes. they bought your book. They yes. could hate you because you just didn't sure like your writing. Why? They could be very mad at me, and they Why could is say, that I, "They could no, no." You're, I'm glad you brought this up because I'm happy to use myself as an object lesson here. If they felt like the stories were just mishmashed and and had no point, and and instead of saying, you know, this woman killed her husband, spoiler, and then she went to prison, 
Instead of any of that, I just said prison, fire, basketball, cigarettes, USB recorder. I'm so and they glad went, you read my review. Yeah. <laughs> they said, this isn't a story. I'm mad at you. I'd be like, well, I understand that you're mad. It's a prose poem. They'd be like, screw you. I want my money back. And I'd be like, you're not getting your money back, but I don't blame you for being mad. No, but you can, no, but you can accept critiques, Stu, but that's different to hating somebody because you don't particularly like what they've created. I don't think anyone that's like saying, hate. That's like saying, I, I hate, hate Picasso because I don't particularly like his paintings. I'm not, I don't hate the developers. I, I hate you, did, they, you did say that. You did kind of say that. No, I said I hate so what they, they made. There's a big he was angry. He he you, no, we, we get him angry at, with angry. angry. Well, kind of. No, he hates David Cage. Yeah, I'm angry at the developer. Oh, yeah, let me put, I'm trying to put this in a way that makes kind of sense, but it's like saying I hate the Mona Lisa because I don't particularly like that type of painting. But it doesn't mean to say other people can't appreciate it. I'm not saying other people can't appreciate it. If you like this game, more power to you. I encourage you to like what you like. But I'm going to dislike what I dislike. But that's, but I'm that's not like say, saying... I'm not going to say it just doesn't appeal to me. That doesn't. That's not an accurate way of depicting my, what's yeah, on, which on is fine. my head. Which is fine, but the language you've used, it's like me saying the Mona Lisa sucks. Which it obviously doesn't because it's Yeah, but it doesn't but it, it but that's making a statement that it does suck, but it doesn't particularly because some people might like it. You might say it doesn't appeal well, it's not to me. Objective fact to say the Mona Lisa sucks. Of yeah, course not. It, that's opinion. In my opinion, this game sucks. But look, because I don't think either of us agree, believes that the Mona Lisa sucks because there's a level of artistry there. But I don't believe the Mona Lisa gets a certain pass just because it's a painting. And there are probably paintings that you and I would both look at and go, that painting sucks. Yeah, but whatever, whatever art form it is, right? The Mona Lisa will have taken however many days to paint yes. or months yes. or weeks or whatever or years. And this game... You know, similarly, took however many days or weeks or yes. years to make, right? Regardless of whether you appreciate it or like it or I, anything. I agree with you. It, it, I think it's a bit harsh to say it sucks just because you don't like it. I don't. Has there ever been a game you played that you said it sucks, Stu? It depends, right? Okay, <laughs> let me give you an example. It depends what it's trying to achieve, right? Yes, go on. So if, if we look at a game like Vampire Rain, for instance... Yes. That's trying to achieve a stealth action game with shooting and whatever. But all of those things are broken. Right. So (laughs) I can I can probably say, do you know what? Actually that does suck because it just doesn't let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead, finish. Let me finish. So I could say, yeah, that sucks because, you know, it doesn't work. Things don't actually weren't programmed very well because the stealth doesn't work. A vampire sees you, it kills you with one hit. That's not a very well-programmed game because it's not balanced and it doesn't work. Proteus doesn't aim to do those things. What Proteus aims to do, it accomplishes quite well. The way you move around is fine. The music, the way that's crafted is great. When you interact with stuff in the game, it actually changes the type of music and the rhythm and the tempo. So actually, it achieves what they set out to do, and you can't criticize the game for being broken in any way, shape, or form. The only thing you could criticize it for is that you just don't like it, and that's a completely different thing. Let me ask you this then. Fine. Would you say that it doesn't matter what a game's trying to achieve as long as it achieves those things, then it doesn't suck? Yeah, I would I would say if if the game achieves what it sets out to do and people who you know it it does what you expect of it and in my opinion it did. Oh, oh, oh whoa whoa whoa! It if did it what I expected because I didn't expect anything more or less from it. Maybe you did. I don't know. 
Well, maybe I did, and I'm not going to lie and say that my expectations weren't different from the reality of this game. But on the other hand, that's why I didn't buy it, to be fair. Yeah, because it's I'm not really your buy- type of game. This. But, but, but I'm sorry, I just don't look at it that way. It, it's not as though objectives don't matter to me, because objectives do matter to me. It does matter what people set out to do. Objectives I mean, do matter. Let me, put and- it this way. let me put it this way. If I tried to paint the Mona Lisa, and I ended up painting a smiley face... That would be a failure in your eyes because I didn't achieve what I set out to achieve, yeah? I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah, but yeah. if I set out to just paint a smiley face, that's a success. Yes, that would be fine. The fact that I only set out to paint a smiley face doesn't taint the work of art that I've created in any way? No, why would it? Because if you only set out to paint a smiley face and it was a particularly good smiley face, then you've achieved what you set out to do. And if you're, you've set my expectations that I was going to see a picture of a smiley face because that's what you were doing, then it would meet my expectations, wouldn't it? Well, but, but because what if you I didn't said, sell it as anything said, more than a smiley see face. see this painting that I spent a week making and then I got to your house and it's like a smiley face. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, but be like, what the fuck? But they didn't promise you any more than what the game is. Well, then we have to go to the description on Steam. They didn't promise you any more than what the game is. Let's see what they promise us. I'm also here, listeners. I know it's quite interesting. I mean, it's interesting because it's an interesting discussion. Okay, Proteus is a game about exploration and immersion in a dreamlike island world where the soundtrack to your play is created by your surroundings. Played in first person, the primary means of interaction is simply your presence in the world and how you observe it. The procedurally generated islands are home to creatures, natural and imagined, tranquil valleys, and ruins with magical properties. So, did it not do any of those things? It did some of them. Well, which ones didn't it do then? Um, because you told me there's an obelisk that'll transport you somewhere, so that's a magical I didn't building. Find the I guess. Very tranquil. I was too busy being angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't feel there was any interaction. But you didn't find what? Sorry, I didn't feel there was any interaction. Well, he I doesn't say like there is any. Very yeah. The primary means of interaction is simply your presence in the world, which it is because as I you move like around, things change. With world. Things change as you move, and you can't deny that. As Barely. you move, the music changes. Barely. And it does. It changes. Meditative a lot. play. The response world. The responsive world, and lack of any text or hints, distills and misspelled distills an essence of curious investigative play. No, and rewards patience and immersion. Yeah, I didn't feel rewarded in any way, shape, or form. Well, that's to be fair. I wasn't very patient with it, but but that's a subjective view, not objective. You know what I mean? I'm just, but it says key features. There's a distinction because it does fulfill all those things. Not for me, it didn't. But if you read that review, Duke, or that description, you wouldn't have played it in the first place anyway. I did buy it. I know you didn't, but what I'm saying is, I tried to avoid this whole argument. It doesn't. It doesn't provide anything less than it says. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but it doesn't. That's as may be. That that may be. I'm not, I guess I can't argue that. It promises low, it delivers low. It didn't promise low, it just didn't deliver what you expected. <laughs> it that's different. Weird shit and it delivers weird and shit. What's in your head is totally different to what you got. <laughs> no, it pretty much is what I expected, which is then, why I didn't buy Then why it. can you be angry at it then? You can't be angry at something because you expected. Because I don't think it's enough to say, <laughs> well, this isn't a game, there's not really anything to do, but it's amazing anyway. So did you play through to the end? Because it is only an hour. I guess I didn't find an end state because I was convinced that there wasn't an end state. I went through all the seasons. 
I teleported all around the island. I went to the house with the door in it, and then you can't do anything with the door or the house. Well, you're not meant to. It's just there, isn't it? Yeah, but Chinny, wouldn't you agree that if you go wandering on an island and you see a house... Again, this is your expectations. You're bringing in your expectations. Why do you expect you would be able to go into that house? Jeez. Yeah, but even if you could, what did you expect to do in it? I don't know. Go underground. <laughs> go in and, and look around. And empty ah, you thought you were going to find something cool, didn't you? So did you get to winter with all the broken trees and everything? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did you not? Because something happens at the very end. I guess not. And it doesn't I take long. I out of it before that. That's weird. Oh, well. Anyway, I mean, all we can do is... It's not for me. I'm content to say it's just not for me. Opinions are opinions. Yes, uh, they are. I I, I don't think we should dismiss games like this because without them, we wouldn't have gone homes and we wouldn't have journeys, you know? Yeah, but you know what? Without three reactions to Dear Esther, we wouldn't have gone home either. Because people would home wait a minute, we need to make sure something happens and people look at stuff. We need to have a story. We need to have characters. (laughs) I find it weird that... You don't like Gone Home as much as we do, Stu. I don't. I do like Gone Home, but I think the reason I don't like it as much is it's just not my decade. It's not my era, and I think had it been, I'd have probably enjoyed it, it more. Was going to be your era. And I don't. No, I don't. I still appreciate what they've developed. Just, just, I think it's still a great game, you know, and I still think they've made something that's really excellent. But and you can was, clearly see Gone Home is there's much more in Gone Home than there is. But see, right, no, no. Let's be really clear here. These are these are two games that are set out to provide completely different experiences to each other. Yeah, they're of they're a same, similar genre. They're of a similar genre, but they're totally different experiences. But they're, they're expectations. You're talking about expectations, and their expectations are pretty much the same. You wander around and look at shit. <laughs> you do, but they but they're a completely different context. Yeah, but you it's don't know that until you stop playing. Look, that's like saying that's like saying playing Half Life Two is exactly the same as playing Call of Duty. They're both oh, of the I same think, genre yeah, of game. Used to and look, you shoot stuff. Right, to get angry totally right. If you used to look at Call of Duty, right, and if you used to look at Half Life Two screenshots, you didn't know much about games, right? You'd think, oh, they might be the same game. You could be forgiven if you looked at Half Life Two and thought it was just a first-person generic first-person shooter. All right, and then you play it something else. So Absolutely. you expect it to be one thing, and then it's the other. You expect Gone Home to be one thing; it's the other. You expect this game to be—I don't know. It's, it's, it, you don't expect this game to be anything other than what it is. I don't know. I would—I would probably expect it to be a bit like Gone Home or something like this. Well, pink trees. Well, you don't know. You, I expect the fight. <laughs> the art something. style isn't necessarily related to what happens in the game, and that's the thing I was going to say. Stu, you clearly have a much larger interest in what we might call abstract games, which, like Dear Esther, don't necessarily have a story, and you know, Journey doesn't necessarily have characters and stuff like that. But it's a much more impressionistic experience. I don't like that sort of thing. So yeah. there's there certainly is a market developing, and there is a trend of games that do not fit a narrative mold, do not have characters, and some people like that. I don't, and I think that game developers ought to make it clear that they're shooting, I don't know, maybe they ought to have like a, a warning label on them that's like, danger, do not come no, in. No robots will kill you in this game. <laughs> but not even no robots killing, because some people said that Mist was weak because it didn't have, you know, action and killing and stuff. But it did have puzzles and characters and story. And I yeah, think but, that yeah. those of us who go in expecting those things 
Yeah, but these type of games don't set out to do that, do they? This is a whole new sort of thing, isn't it? They're not they're not it setting is. out to give puzzles. They're not setting out to do a, a normal structured narrative because that's not what they yeah, are. I'm, I agree with you on that. I, what I'm saying is I think that's <laughs> – for me, that's not what I'm interested in when I go to play games. Well, that's fine. I mean you just avoid them then, don't you? I'm trying to. People keep telling <laughs> me to play them. <laughs> just avoid, Duke. Avoid. Then you don't get angry. Um, yeah. Avoid, 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 avoid anything with pink. Avoid trees. labels for Duke. <laughs> yeah. that's what I mean. But no, I mean, I mean, the, the only thing I do disagree quite a lot with is that saying they set out to aim low because I don't think they did, and I think to say that's a bit unfair, you know. And that's the only point I really wanted to make. Yeah. All right. I, maybe, maybe I will say that they they set out to provide a very minimalist experience. How's that? Yeah, with interaction. Yeah. It's yeah. like if someone put a, you know, John Cage did his four minutes and thirty three seconds thing. You know about that? The, the piece of music, the guy goes out and sits in front of the piano, and he just sits there for four minutes and 33 seconds. Yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. yeah. And the noise that the audience makes, people that's coughing, right. or that, that's, that's, that's song every sound. time. Yeah. Right, exactly. I, people, got, I, I remember that at music, in my music lesson at school. He, he, he yeah. That, yeah. yeah, if people were furious when that debuted. Some people even now look at that and they go, that's not music. And I would say it's an interesting experiment. It's, it's kind of a joke on the audience. And yeah. You know, that's kind of what I feel like this is. Mr. Taylor did that to us, yeah. and like a, a few people in 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 the class was like, "That's bullshit. That's not a song." And then a few a few people got it. I I I didn't. I wouldn't say I like I got it, but I understood like you appreciate his the point. Yeah. I I just put, but it's, it, I wouldn't class that as music because no one would fucking download it. Well, there you go, and that's what I'm saying. Some people do consider that to be music. I've had friends who had like them put on their. They, we, we got in his car. He's like, let me put in this track, and it was silence for four minutes and thirty three seconds. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I love John Cage. I'm like, oh god. So now that's and, just weird. That's you know, you seem to be more into that. I'm not. That's the way it is. That's okay. All right, moving on. Yeah, we got your over this year. Stu's gonna like. Have you heard this new track? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I mean, I, I do it like sounds a, better when you put it with beats. Yeah, I do like a bit of Brian Eno, and I do like, you know, obviously some Orb. So See, I, I, I sort of like, I was trying to think about that because I do like Brian Eno. His music for airports is excellent. Yeah, but some of his stuff to... is so minimal. You can there's barely any yeah. melody there. You're right, and 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 I think the difference is that when it comes to music, it's a more emotional experience. I'm not expecting, you know, I don't always want lyrics. I don't always want drums. But when it comes to games, I want at least – I'm trying to think of the most minimal game that I have enjoyed. Gone home. Gone home. <laughs> I guess so. But that had a story. That had a really definite story. Yeah. I guess there isn't I mean, like, like we're talking like the absolute minimum. Pretty much that's all it had, right? Yeah. It was it's a story. True. It didn't have anything else. I mean, you did have to get to the end. I mean, there were puzzles in the sense of, like, finding codes to get into safe. It was easy, though, wasn't it? Of course it was easy. I'm not saying it wasn't easy, but it was there. And that that game element was essential for me, I think, to keep going. If it had all been out there and the whole only thing was to just walk along a corridor and read things, I don't think I would have liked it. You'd rather just read it, like in a book. Maybe, yeah. Like, if it's going to be a game, I want it to have something gamey besides just the graphics. And, and I, I mean, I know that this doesn't just have just the graphics, but I feel like only barely. And it wasn't enough to impress me, so whatever. Anyway, I've said everything I'm going to say about it. So I'm Yeah, only... no, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I finished the Dragonborn DLC for Skyrim. It's a lot like Proteus. 
except completely different. <laughs> is it music? <laughs> uh, well, no, there is music actually. Um, it was good. It wasn't amazing. I was kind of expecting more of a like, um, more of a build up, more of a climax. But the final fight happened. Kind of caught me by uh, caught me off guard because I'd been doing all these different missions, and then suddenly it was like, oh, I'm facing down the enemy now. And no, I killed him, and that's it. It's over. And I was like, that's fine. It's okay. I was ready for it to be over, but um, I don't know. I, I felt again. I felt like the story wasn't really developed in that. So, yeah, I uh, think sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Sometimes the end of the game comes, and sometimes it's like dragged out, and you're like, oh god, I wish this would finish. And then other times it just happens, and you, sometimes you like you say you're not expecting it, are you? And it just did you play the Knights of the Nine on Oblivion, Stu? I did, yes, I did. Yeah, it was kind of like that, you know what I mean? Like you went around and got stuff, and then you had this, this episode fight. shit that Chini doesn't care about, Orcs and Elves and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, it, whatever. It was okay. I'm glad I didn't pay much for it, but whatever. Um, and then the only other thing I've been playing, which I really do like, I'm really having fun with this, it's called Typing of the Dead Overkill. Yes, I know this? what this is. Uh, I know yeah. what this is, yeah. Do you know, every time this is in a sale, I'm like, should I get it? Should I get it? And then I, I don't. love this game. It's awesome. So for those who don't know, it's, it's an on-rail shooter. It's a zombie apocalypse game. And the twist is, instead of clicking on the monsters to shoot them, it'll show you a phrase. Like, it'll put up, you know, a crate of oranges, a text yeah. on the screen. Or and you, you have suck to type at games. A crate of oranges, right. Yeah. You have to type it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I fancy myself pretty good at typing, and I think that my percentages on each level indicate that I am good, and it's a lot of fun. It's weird and silly, and the the dialogue is just absurd. It's this like splatter house, like way over the top, you know. And you have like these gruff characters, and they meet up with this like stripper, and she's like, "What the f-? all these bad words? What the beep is wrong with you beep?" And they're and they're like, "Shut the beep up, you beep beep." Well, it, it, this this is a record breaker. This this game. Did you know that? What? It's in the record books for having the most uh, f bombs. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, it was. Nice. Yeah, because. Because this this game was originally out for the Wii. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, and they yeah. just had this typing mechanic to it. To I had it with the gun yeah. with the gun accessory and everything. Yeah, I don't think oh. it would be a very interesting game with the gun. I mean, you know, it's fine, and you shoot at things, and that's it. No, but... no, but it's a it's a light gun game type of thing. You, right. you aim the gun at the right. screen. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, in that regard, it's no different from like Area 51 or you know no. Lethal Enforcers no. or whatever you find in the arcade. The only gimmick uh, was that it was ridiculously like rude swear and sweary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. There's no doubt that it is. Um, so whatever. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like I expected to play one or two levels, and I went through half the game in like two sittings. So, um, yeah, it's silly. I would, I would love to see a touch typist playing it. <laughs> oh sure. I see, mean, that would be kind of I've only good. ever. Hunt. I only ever hunt and peck. Like to this day, I don't have to hunt anymore. But I'm still just using two fingers to type all my stuff. But I can do it pretty quickly. So I, I feel like I'm doing a good job, and it's fun. And it's kind of hard at moments because the first of all, I didn't realize if you get this, anybody out there, you hit tab to pick things up. I didn't realize that, so my health kept going down. And I could see green things, but I'm like, how do I pick those up? So I had to look online, and it's tab to pick things up. So I'm constantly hitting tab all the time whenever I play it now. So, but it's it's silly and it's over the top, but it's an interesting mechanic and uh, it's very satisfying because every time you type a letter, it makes a gunshot sound. So when you're typing it, it's like, bow, 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 bow. 
So how many kids are learning to type using this then? Exactly. It'll actually help you get better at a job skill. Don't tell them that they'll, 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 they'll learn. Don't swear tell them that they'll learn things because they'll stop playing. <laughs> swear words at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> Lots of phrases. Um, well, Swings and roundabouts too. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like they'll well, learn to swear, but they'll learn to type. So what do you will. want? They will. Uh, talking about weird and... Well, not shit games, because I kind of liked it, but weird is definitely a word for this game. Uh, <laughs> I, I played a game this week called... Are you ready for this? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Dominique Pomplumus, it's all over once the fat lady sings. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, right? I only saw this because, <laughs> because it was shortlisted for the sort of best indie games of last year. Right, and I'd never heard of this, right? And it was in amongst the Gone Homes, you know, all the sort of top indie games of last year. So I'm thinking, well, it can't be that bad, can it? It cannot be that bad if it's in amongst these. Uh, and it, it's sort of available on, on sort of... Playmation? Yes, it is, right? It's available on, on PC, Mac, and, it, and the iOS. So I thought, oh, well, go and have a look how much it is on iTunes. Uh, and it was two ninety nine, so it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap, right? But the best way to describe this game, it's a point-and-click musical <laughs> okay <Right>. strange <laughs> because all nearly all of the dialogue is sung so when you when you saw <laughs> when you click on something to examine it the main character actually sings what what she finds okay um and it's just cool and a bit weird and just kind of crazy <laughs> really and, and basically dominique pomplamoose is is like a private detective Okay. Who gets hired by this woman to find out what's happened to her singer? So she, this like woman, uh, runs this sort of uh, record label, uh, and this singer goes missing, and she, you're hired to sort of track him down. And she thinks her daughter's having an affair with him, and all this kind of stuff. So it's it's this quite cool and interesting story, but it's just a weird. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, the the people who did the voices can't really sing very well. But then that becomes that part part sort of funny. It's funny, but it's also part of the story. So later on, you find out why that is, and it, it ah. sort of works itself in. So, it's... so that, that, that audition would have been fun. It, no, but, oh. you're too good. You're too good at singing. I don't. I mean, it's just this one woman who made it, and she plays the guitar and stuff, and the claymation's about as basic as it gets. But it's just such a charming game. You know, it's just weird. And, 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 it, as, and as basic as it is, it it's kind of cool i don't know how else to describe it and it's quite a cool little sort of uh point and click adventure game as well you know besides all of that because there are some quite interesting puzzles you have to solve so there's nothing nothing's too obvious but it's also not so abstract or redundant that you can't figure out what to do it just sort of takes you a bit of time to work out the best way to do something and it's, there's nothing too difficult in it but it was just kind of a cool game and it had two alternate endings and it allows you if you go back to your last save it does allow you to to play out both endings to see what happens differently um but yeah if you, i can kind of recommend it but i don't again it's it's a risky game because you're either gonna sort of enjoy it or you're gonna hate it in my opinion but it's kind of cool i mean some of this stuff it's just cool I just kind of liked it. Is that on Steam's? It's on everything. It's on the. Uh, it's it? on PC. It's on Mac, and it's also on on the iPhone, uh, on iOS devices. It's not on the consoles. No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. But it's it's the most basic claymation you've ever seen. You know, there's not a lot of uh, animation going on, but it it just works. It just. What's the it, name of the game? Dominique Pomplamoose. It's all over once the fat lady sings. 
Right. Uh, and it's it, Pomplemous is P A M P L E M O U double S E. So that's how I'll take your word for that, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I only know how to pronounce it because he say it in the game. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have a clue. Uh, but it's just funny. It's very quirky. And the dialogue's quite interesting and funny. It's just quite a funny game. So I just it just made me smile a lot when I was playing it. Cool. Unlike the next game, which I finished this week, which I, I didn't smile at. So this will be in your games you finished this Sorry. year. This yes. Sorry, Pompous is French for grapefruit, just for the record. Yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Anyway, the fact that saying, that makes sense also confuses me. It, it also asks some very probing questions as well, you know, and, and it's, it's quite deep. There are some deep things in it because nobody can figure out whether it's a man or a woman. So that, that kind of causes quite a lot of confusion throughout the game. It's Madame Pomplamous, isn't it? And, uh, no, Dominique Pomplamous. So, so the name would suggest it's a lady, but people think it's a man also. So there's lots of. Uh, for that person. Yeah, there's a, yeah. No, it's kind of funny. Um. Yes, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, I finished today. I finished that this morning. Right. Ooh, man. Um, I, it, you don't like this because it's popular, right? Let me just check my notes. No, yes. no, no, I like it. This I love this. Popular. I love this game, and I'll be honest with you. Had I finished it last year, it would have been vying for my top spot. Whoa. It would have been, definitely. Um, it, it's definitely on a par with uh, Eco. With you know oh. Shadow of the Colossus, Duke, what do you think of that, that sort of emotional impact? It, yeah, I it, said it, that Gone Home is one of my games of the year, so I yeah, can't judge him. But yeah, it's uh, amazing, really, quite amazing. I got to the end of that game this morning, and yeah, so impressed. I'm just so impressed of uh, you know, just what they did with everything and how everything sort of pans out at the end. It's it's just brilliant, really. Really yeah. is. And, and again, I just love the fact that a studio that's never really put anything like this out before obviously took a risk. Somebody obviously had come up with an idea there and said, look, this is a game it's I want to make. Swedish film director, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was at Starbreeze Studios, you know, that I've never made anything Oh, the, like what, the, the Riddick? Yeah, well, the Riddick, the Darkness. The Darkness, yeah. Yeah, wow. you know, this is a complete departure from anything they've ever made. Cool. Um, and it's just brilliant. It really is just you know, and, and there are some confusing moments with the controls. But towards the end of the game, you, you almost forget that you're controlling two things at once. You just almost do it as a natural thing. You know, it just becomes second nature. Yeah. Really, get used to the process. Yeah, your brain just sort of becomes accustomed to controlling two things at the same time. And and quite often you you're completing not complex tasks, but stuff that you probably wouldn't you know normally you'd have to think a little bit about. You're just sort of doing it. You 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 stop you get to a point where you're not really thinking about what you're doing anymore. You're just doing it. Um, it's just good, and it, it's dark. It's so dark, right? And I, you know, I, when I first got this, I thought, oh yeah, Millie Mike Palace. Like not realizing what ensues throughout the game, really. And uh, even even the decisions he took and the direction it went in, you know, I just think they were really brave in in what they did, and it just really works. It, you know, I just can't sort of praise it enough, really. Whoa. So, Duke, are you interested now? It's just yeah, I've been interested. I want to play this, but you got to have a controller, and so therefore I can't get it on Steam because I don't have a controller. So I'll get it on Xbox someday, but it's you know I I've been spoiled by Steam's pricing. So I look at Xbox and I'm like ten dollars. God, that yeah. better be a AAA title. Oh wait, it's yeah. not. That's why it. I jumped on Blood Dragon today. I was like three dollars. Well, three pounds done. Yeah, well they had yeah. it in the sale, didn't they, over Christmas? Brothers. It did, and I missed it's it. About it's, three quid, weren't it? It's so it's ten been about, pounds. 
Yeah, it's been about pounds, $5. Been about $5, but... Well worth every penny. I'd have been happily paid thirty or forty asked, quid for this and be happy. I asked with Bongo it. and he said he he said he would have been happy if you paid twenty quid for it or you know so. Yep. Yeah, I would have been happy with a full game price. I wouldn't have been disappointed. Mm. Excellent game, really excellent. Um, I had a quick go of Don't Starve on the PS4 because that was. Oh yes. Yes, that was free. Just key, as toy games, key games, people that made Mark of the Ninja. It is. It is just as good. Just as good, just as much fun. Um, and because, obviously, I've played quite a bit on the PC now, I've, I've got quite far on my first go without getting killed just yet. And it's just so funny. Just so funny. When you click on anything in his description of stuff, it's just funny. Like, you click on a tree and he goes, ooh, it's all piney. You know, it's just stuff that's just quirky. It's just a really quirky game, and you have to craft stuff. You know, it's very Minecrafty in in some areas because you have to make stuff to survive. So you can you can yeah. make all different types of armor. So you start off with the basic, which is like grass armor, and just work your way up as you you know. You have to make a science machine. Once you've made that, then you can start making really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just cool, and it and, and there is no point to the game apart from surviving as long as you can. Not to start. Not back to this again. Yeah, but it's different in in some ways. It's, it's, it's more of a game game, though. It is definitely more I of a game. Because because you the map, you you obviously deplete the resources in the area, so you have to always move on. So you always have to be moving because you know stuff runs out. So you can't ever stay anywhere too long, and you can't move at night really. You can make a torch and move around, but that's not really that wise, because as soon as you go in the dark, you get killed pretty much straight away. So at night time, you have to build a fire and sort of stay safe. And then obviously in the daytime, you have to collect all your resources to survive the following night. So that's, that's kind of the game, really, I guess. So it's that's this cycle of, of sort of survival and then, and then restocking the following day and building what you need to build to survive the following night. And there's people and there's other sorts of races and the stuff. It's, it's just cool. It's just cool. Um, and the final thing was uh, Decay. Decay the Mer. There's, there's a new game out. Is it a sequel? Uh, n- uh, kind of, but it's, it's, it's a whole new trilogy. Uh-huh. So it's a whole new trilogy yeah. now. Yeah, no, well. Only a I'm, game you agree on. I know. I know, right? I was only flicking, I only just happened to be flicking around the, you know, the indie games because I've not been on there for ages. The ghost town, I heard. I know, I know. And uh, I, I spotted this and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Then I thought, oh, the first thing I thought was, oh, I wonder if it's on PC. <laughs> So, yeah. so like, I don't want to have to put my credit card details into Xbox just for this one thing Ugh. for one ninety nine. So I went on. So I went on. Now there isn't, but there is an Android version. So I've got it on my phone. So I'm actually playing it on the phone. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, and it's kind of cool. It's I've not got very so an far. Version. Uh, no, unfortunately, no. No, there's only an Android version. Mm. But it's cool, and it was only one eighty five, so it was fifteen p cheaper. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of impressed. It's more of the same, similar type of puzzles. Uh, nothing too taxing so far, but it's very oppressive and very sort of dank and dirty. Yeah, and yeah now you're talking. Blood everywhere, you know. The, yeah. it's, it's a very similar vein. It's a very similar vein. Uh, but yeah, so that and that's about it for me. But yeah, I can definitely recommend Brothers. If you've not played it yet, then you need to play that game. It's so, so, so good. There you go. Yeah, I've been tempted. I've hovered over it, but um, Blood Dragon will keep me busy for a while, so maybe I'll play it. And by the way, I didn't get stuck anywhere else again. You know that one uh, yeah, like thing in the demo. Never, never, nothing ever, nothing else happened throughout the whole game. Where I was, there was something happened 
that I was expecting to have a in, like in the story something happened that I was expecting to come back later, and one of those things sort of did, but one of them didn't, which I was a bit like, huh. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Like things happen and they just they don't come back. That's it. That's sort of yeah, yeah. Something happened that was quite sort of moving, and I thought something would would happen as a, a you know because of it later in the game, but he didn't. So, yeah. so Ginny, what about you? I have been playing Defense Grid. Ah, it's a good game. It is Glad. a good game. It's a fine game. But I've I've got back into it because there's a few achievements in the game that I haven't got before and um i've sort of finished i'm up by the way yeah i've also been playing splinter cell because i I finished splinter cell right and then as i was going to post it my mate marsh says oh i've got splinter cell from from his from boomerang and i was like oh i just posted it so i had to go into the because i posted at work and there's the post bag ready for the postman to collect so i had to go through it and get my game back right and um play it again because there's some co-op missions there's there's a lot of co-op missions but most of them can be done on your own um, as you know, uh, and yep, yep. But there's even within those, sometimes there's like co-op only areas. Though, yeah, there's co-op only areas and stuff like that. But like, you know, you can get through. And I, that's what I did. Yep. I did. I, I done every mission I could on my own because I had no one to play with. Um, but then I did the uh, co-op missions with Marsh, and, and I've, I've finished them now. Um, but like, I've still got the game because Marsh is still Marsh doesn't go back to London for work till next Wednesday. So I think we'll just do a few missions here and there. So I've been playing a little bit of Splinter but I've been back into Defense Grid. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm sort of in between games. You know, I finished Splinter Cell. Didn't really know what to play. I got Fallout, New Vegas sitting there. got Skyrim. I don't know. I just wanted something quick, you know? Yeah. And I've re-downloaded Mark of the Ninja because I installed it on this hard drive. And I also lost that save. So I don't really mind playing that game again. Um, so I've, I did a little bit of that, but yeah, the, the, one of the achievements for Defense Grid, which I've, I've always wanted to do but always struggled with, was get all the gold medals on all the on all the story missions, and um, mm. it's a lot difficult, a lot more difficult than you think because you, you have to be careful about the towers that you buy, and low value towers, um, you know, get you more points. So yeah you got to be careful and, and then you got to make sure that none of the cores get nicked and everything so it's it makes you play the game differently you can't just put towers everywhere uh you have to really make use of like some of the towers and this i mean i i i'll let youtube help me out now and again um but sometimes like you know i'll try it on my own i'll, I'll try it on my own a couple of times and if i'm just not getting it i'll i'll let youtube tell me how to do it but uh yeah it's uh, it's just cool just to play um you know, uh, defense grid again because I, I don't know. I enjoyed that game. So yeah, you know, that's I it. bought I bought that in a 360 sale and I've never played it. You know, it's so good. It's really I know. Good. I know. Do you know what? As well, to this week I was I've got to say this is true. This I was considering boxing up my uh, 360 and all my games and taking it down to CEX and trading it in. Because you don't play it anymore. I don't play it anymore. Do you know I had look? Do you know when the last time I actually finished a game on it was GTA Five and B? I've I've played. I counted how many games I have played on the 360 this year, in the last 12 months. You know how many games I played in the last 12 months on the 360? One. No, it's not quite that bad. It's not much better though. It was about five. I yeah. played about five games in 12 months. My 360 is still more kind of main console. You know. Yeah. Um, Steam Steam tries to creep in there and again. Um. You know, I'm really tempted to buy Papers, Please. Yeah, that's uh, so much fun. It's not yeah. fun, actually, no, it's not. It makes no, it's not feel bad, all, but, but, but it's, I, I it's saw, an interesting game. 
<laughs> I sort of really want to play it for some reason. I've got this weird fascination with it. Um, I keep watching it on YouTube, it's, and no, I don't know why. It's so, honestly, right, I've, I've played that game quite a bit, right? and it's the most stressful game you'll ever play. Yeah. Yeah. Because, honestly, because you're looking at all these things, you've got to make sure they're not trying to sneak in, on, you know, and they're not yeah. illegal immigrants, and you've got Some to make sure... make they're... their own passports as well. Oh, so. honestly, and every oh, time you finish a day, they add more stuff in, so it says the following yeah, day... Yeah, like they've, they've got to have check. a ticket, they've got to have a permit there. Yeah, so oh. they, and it's so stressful to play. I and mean, when you get it wrong, you're really disappointed in yourself. You're like, oh, how did I not see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a very interesting. No, I'm game. tempted to buy that. I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I was just sort of in between games. But my 360s, uh, my. I think, uh, I think. Would you not find uh, Cart Life more interesting now? Um, I think you might enjoy that more. What's that again? Uh, that's similar to Papers Please, but you have to set up a, you know, like a cart to sell stuff. Oh right. So it's it's like you know you work you're working on the streets in a city. Wait 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 wait. wait. Is that the black and white one? Yeah yeah yeah. Don't play that. It came's horrible. <laughs> I really no. I've watched Duke, many, Duke, many YouTube Duke. videos of of papers, please, and I'm just. Duke, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna come back to the objective and subjective thing again. No, no, no. Because well, of course, uh, Stuart. Anytime anybody says anything about their opinion, no, about no, a no, no, no. You could, no, you could say, Chini, I don't like that game, but not Chini. Don't like. Don't play that game. It's horrible because that's I just Chini. Don't play that game because I do not think you would like it based on my experience with your past games and my own personal <laughs> subjective experiences with games. <laughs> well, is that how make you happy, Stuart? Yeah, but you probably I, wouldn't I, like I, Papers, Please. But Chini's fascinated that game that. sucks. I'd like. I'd like to know if Duke would play Papers, Please. I know. I think he'd hate it. I don't. I don't think I would like it, so I'm not going to play it. Exactly, but Chini thinks he might like it, so he might like Carl. It's like with that platypus game or whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I no, I tried not to play it. Big Daddy made me play it. What am I going to say? No, fuck you and your gift. Of course, I can't say that. But you could have done. You could have gone. Look, this is not my type of game. Thanks for the gift. (laughs) No. He wanted to hear my reaction, and he got what he paid for. I'm sure he did. And by the way, I got like three responses from people saying, yeah, I agree with you, Stu, or Duke, whatever your name is. <laughs> you don't know your own <laughs> name. Know my name. Oh, well, I'm, that that I'm definitely not, confirms the elite source. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> if three and people I don't agree, it must definitely suck. Um, <laughs> right. um, anything else from you, Ginny? No. No, is that it? Okay, let's uh, let's do some new stuff. Um, and then we can sort of move on, I think, because I think we've debated, you know. Putting news first. Uh, my iPad. I'm just leaning to get my iPad. Uh, he's, he's ready. Uh. <sighs> One of my favourite foods in the world, pizza. Um, oh, pizza. <laughs> One million dollars worth of pizza has been sold on Xbox Live. What? That's true. I, you know, uh, it doesn't surprise me. One million dollars amount of sales that Pizza Hut's at, at 360 app has generated in four months. Yeah. Wow. So, um, Pizza Hut said this: "It's been a source of unbelievable growth for us, fat gamers." Um, <laughs> yeah. So we all kind of laughed when the Pizza Hut app. Hit the, uh, so is it is it in the UK as well, this or is this just America? Uh, no, I, I, I think it's I think it's just America. But my God, what an idea, eh? Well, yeah, I mean that's a perfect combination. People don't want to move. We can bring them food. Yeah. All we need is you your money. You don't do, need knives and forks to eat it. I do like you know the just 
Just Eat app. Have you tried that, Stu? I haven't, no. There's an app called Just Eat, and you it just gives you a selection of whatever food you want, and then it'll just select a store near you with that option. But what if it's a bit crap, though? Well, you try new things, don't you? I mean, you can pick it by store as well, but like, you just try new you things. You can't say it's a big mess, too. You have to say maybe you wouldn't like it based on your own subjective experience. Right. That's kind of different, because if it's <laughs> und- you know, undercooked or overcooked or not cooked properly, then it's, yeah, but, it's, well, failed, you know, in, it's failed in what you're expecting. Like, something like a pizza that's a takeaway. I can't believe we were talking about this. Right? And, <laughs> no. Are we still know, going on about this? Pizza's like, <laughs> your average takeaway pizza is you know, it's pretty much the same, isn't it? Really, it can be, but it cannot be as well. I have a well soggy pizza that were horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, if you go to a Domino's or a Pizza Hut, then you yeah, got... they're always pretty much of a muchness. Yeah, you got like a different type of pizza. You, you know, Domino's are always uh, a bit different. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, a million stars on Xbox. Uh, Who'd have known that fat gamers would buy pizza? Who'd have um, known? <laughs> so better news now. Uh, one of my favourite games of the last generation, Mafia Two. He's getting a sequel. Guess what it's called? Um, Mafia 3! Yes, correct. How did I ever guess? Oh my goodness. This is the original story. There has been an update that I haven't read because I haven't read any of it because I just look at it straight away. It's only Um, suspected though, but you know. (laughs) Right, so the original story was there are major changes afoot for the Mafia developer 2K Check. Uh, reports Eurogamer check. Uh, they tweeted us, by the way. Um, the that developer. Did you know that? No. I. I they tweeted us. They tweeted me. More oh, than he didn't tweet us. He tweeted you. <laughs> Royal we. Yeah, somebody, slightly different. Somebody I can't remember who. <laughs> somebody. Somebody said to me, you know, Chinny playing Mafia Two now. You're right. It's awesome, kind of thing. And I said, of course I know I'm right. Fucking hell, my name's Chinny. And then I think that person um, tweeted, like, added in the 2K check guys uh, in the tweet, and they responded saying, glad that you're enjoying the game. Yay. That was a nice Very one. Um, anyway, yeah. the, the main office in Prague, where Mafia 3 is suspected to be in development, is apparently to be closed, shedding staff to office number two in the city of Brno, where Mafia 2 was made. There will also be some layoffs. 2K Prague is expected to close in a few months. 10 key developers from 2K Czech are also said to have been relocated to 2K's main office in Nevada, California. Um, blah, 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 blah. Do you know, can you imagine if you were them, like, oh, you can stop here in Prague, but we can take you to America if you like, you can live there. A lot <laughs> of just... people visit both of those places. Yeah. Uh, yes, so anyway... Uh, there's been an update. 2K UK lol, uh, has responded, confirming the below report. This is um, what's his name? Oh, it's just a statement from 2K. We have relocated um, and consolidated our 2K check team from our Prague facility to centralised resources in our location in Brno. Additionally, we are transferring some development resources from Prague and Brno to the 2K. Headquarters in Novato, uh, California. There you go. Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, I didn't realise that Mafia 3 was meant to be a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One launch game. 
No, I didn't know that. No, because apparently it was in August 2012 that they announced there's a launch time. I, I sort of feel like the, the Mafia games don't see just. They always take ages to come out. I remember the first Mafia game took fucking forever to come out because they were so slow. And then Mafia 2 got delayed a bit twice. So it's not a shock to me that it, that you said that, Stu, because no. they always they always delay their games. They're really crap at kind of like telling you when it's coming out. But they're always really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm to be honest, I wasn't. I sort of knew there was a massive Mafia Three coming, but I, I sort of forgot at the same time. Um, but yeah, you know, does this? Do you think this is uh, trouble for the game? I don't know. I think it's always a bit weird when uh, they sort of re- relocate and restructure and trim staff down, etc., etc. But I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. As long as we've got the key people still there, I think it should yeah. be fine, won't I it? Think... And they'll have sh- surely better resources. Mm, why are you saying that? I don't know. I just feel like if they're in America, there's, there's a lot more talent there and there's other people they can call on for advice or help think, or support. I think 2K might... Because uh, there's 2K Marine, which is in Australia, isn't it? Is it? Uh, I think you might be right. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think that's in Australia. Then you got. Um, I think there's. I think they got two down in in, in the south of America. I think not South America, but the south of America. And I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe there are some more 2K studios around in America. Uh, but yeah. So if you if you're looking forward to Mafia Three, don't go crazy because, um, yeah. It probably will be. It may not be very soon. Um, it's going to be good. Let's look at this story. <laughs> piss don't, no, don't, don't just pick stuff to piss Duke off. <laughs> Beyond oh, no. Two Souls just sold... Off, if you can do it. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls sold a million. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I think that's good. David Cage said that he can't believe that some guy came up to him and said Duke from Wisconsin was his favourite fan. <laughs> uh, now, Quantic Dream confirms that in 2013, uh, Beyond Two Souls sold Beyond the Six Digits. <laughs> um, in a post on its website today, developer Quantic Dream thanked gamers for their support, announcing that the game sold roughly 1 million copies consumers shortly before Christmas. The game reportedly carried out a production budget of 20 million and featured some high-profile voice actors, including Ellen Page, William Dafoe, uh, or William Dafuck, as I call him, uh, <laughs> beyond d- 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 uh, debuted in October North America, where it was met with a wide-ranging critical reception. Mostly shit. Um, yeah, so there you go. It's all a million. You happy, Duke? Of course he's happy. Hey, if it works for him, go for it. I don't think it deserves to sell a million, but you know that's just my subjective experience, <laughs> and I haven't played it, so I really can't comment, can I? Oh, you've, really? you've started just something there. <laughs> Jesus this is Stub- the new Duke. Stupid Duke. I I will <laughs> refrain from comment because I don't have enough information to make an enlightened assessment. That's good. I like it. I like the new Duke. <laughs> I don't know, this is boring. <laughs> exactly. Move on, move on. What's next? Konami to Axe always online DRM on Metal Gear Solid Rising. Oh, Metal well, Gear that's Rising. Do, then that's fine. I think that's a choice that every developer has to make for themselves. <laughs> the newly released PC version of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance 
brackets the worst name for a game ever, has required a feature not present in the year-old console versions. Always online DRM. The PC version of Platinum Games Action Brawler was released via Steam on Thursday, yet despite the game only featuring an on only featuring an offline mode single player campaign, it can only be played with a continuous connection to the internet. Konami um, representative writing on Twitter claims the company is planning to reverse the measure. Quote we are aware of the offline play issue for Metal Gear Rising for Steam, and we're working on a fix. Stay tuned for more updates, the dude said. Update. This is an update on the article. The fix has been implemented. This news is no longer valid. No, I mean, I mean, it's kind of... No, what, I think what's interesting about this is, like, why did they have it in the first place and then go, oh, actually, we'll just take it off because we don't really need it? I think maybe it's because weird, they didn't think it? it would be a big deal because most people buy their games on Steam... Most people switch on a computer and they are connected to the internet. When do you switch your computer on and not connect to the internet? Do you know what was kind of interesting? And, and th- I, I thought about this today. You know this um, Decay game on my, on my Android phone? Yeah. That, that won't work without a connection to the internet. Since so it's have... tapped out, Stu, doesn't Some work if I'm not... It's on internet connection to be comforting. And I think if that's what they like, then hey, more power to them. Yeah, Fuck but off, what? Duke. You hate it. Yeah, but... But honestly, though, why why does a, a point-and-click adventure game need a connection to the internet? And, and like, well, no, it'll allow you to play, but only the free trial. Or does the Simpsons tapped out need to be always God on? God knows. It's just weird, isn't it? Because, because that, that's the sort of thing you could play we on are, the train. Yeah. Play on the train or play on a bus or whatever. You know, you, you could play that game, but you can't. So I was like, oh, I've got to turn my bloody Wi-Fi back on to play this now. It's a bit stupid, really. There's a story there, Stu, that I can't click on. Oh, which one? Which Is one? Is there a link dead? Which one? It depends which one. Oh, uh, there. Oh, I may not have just put it in. Sometimes that happens. When I'm, when I'm putting the stories in, sometimes I don't. Here we go, isn't it? What do you mean it doesn't work? I want my iPad. Well, try, try refreshing and try again. Motherfucking Jesus. What are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. Um. <laughs> He's like adding the link right now. I'm not, what do you mean? I'm not adding anything. I've already done it. <laughs> I was that quick. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> I was that quick, really. Oh, PS4 sells 4.2 million units in 2013. Get the fuck out of my news program, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe what, not what the best thing. This is a bit fanboyish, but the one I had wasn't as fanboyish as this. But uh, no. Yeah, yeah 4.2 PS4 is better than Xbox. This is not fanboyish. Um, yeah, this is. I'll read this article. This is a bit fanboyish. <laughs> it is a bit fanboyish. Uh, who read this? The one... Daily Mail. Right. I so... just did the one that the auto link came up with. <laughs> <laughs> PS4 sells 4.2 million units in 2013. That's a fine headline, isn't it, Shu? It is. It is. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Except wrong. after it, it says comma beating the Xbox One comfortably. Sebastian Anthony, according to Extreme Tech, motherfucker. Um, at CES... I mean, to be, to be true, it's fact, but you know. Yeah, but is it comfortably? <laughs> uh, uh, Xbox sold 3 million, so it's 1.2 million more units. Mm. That's kind of, kind of a few, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Xbox ain't <laughs> got games. I'd say, I'd say comfortably is a good maybe 2, 3 mil distance. In the space of three months. Yeah, but they're one mil away from each other. Yeah, but a million's quite a lot in three months. 
I mean, it doesn't really matter, but, you know, it is quite a few more. I don't know. I just think the distance between the two being released on the same time, I don't think... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Do you know, though, I worked out how much um, gross revenue both of these companies have made combined. And I wonder why you're married. I know, I know. Do you want to know how much these companies made out of the sales of these consoles? Yeah, go on. Well, PlayStation made £1,465,800,000. Okay. And uh, Xbox made £1,350,000,000. So combined, they made £2,000,000,000. Eight hundred and fifty million eight hundred thousand pounds. It probably cost a billion to make. Yeah, but that's a how much money have they like gross revenue made in the space of three months? Yeah, but, uh, no, but how, how much profit have they made? Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot, but they've still made a lot of revenue. It's it's impressive. I've got to say, to have sold four, five, six, seven point two million between them is a lot of console sales. Maybe what they haven't that? even made any profit. Yet. You don't know. Don't know, but it's still a crazy amount of sales, isn't it? At CX 20, CES sorry, 2014, Sony announced that the PS4 sold 4.2 million units of December 28, 2013. Yes, Microsoft that it sold 3 million Xbox Ones at the end of the... It would appear that PS4 is outselling the Xbox One by some margin, but the bigger picture is uh, actually a mo- lot more complex than that. So let's break it down. As of 20th, 28th of December, the PS4 has been, able, has been on sale for 43 days and sold 4.2. By December 28th, the PS4 was available in 48 territories. If we divide 4.2 by 43, we get a figure of 98,000 units sold per day. Not bad. That's not, end- that's not strictly good mathematics, though, because it didn't come to Europe until a lot later. So you can't yeah. strictly do that. Mm. Yeah, and anyway, it's a fam- it's a it's a Sony fanboy. Yeah, I guess. I was, th- I was thinking about it. You don't get any Xbox, like, massive passionate xbox fanboys you do get some but mm. not like not like nintendo and sony and i thought about this and then i realized why 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 they haven't microsoft hasn't been around as long as this oh maybe That's probably yeah. true so they have this sort of like child like connection to the console yeah. it's like the, there are some people that way with nintendo because they grew up with it yeah, you know, they're just like Xbox, they're yeah. so. But like, but the kids of today, they'll be like, "Oh, the Xbox." Wow, this, re- this really is a fanboy article. As you read further on, you're just like, "Oh yeah, my it's, god!" It's, it's very one-sided. It's bollocks. I don't know. I must admit, I didn't link to this originally. Whatever. <laughs> this wasn't um, the source. And also, in that news, we found out that the Xbox One. Because have you seen the thing in brackets? Read: PS4 owners watch three times more porn and have better taste than Xbox One owners. Brilliant. There's a link for that. Brilliant. Apparently. Um, Titanfall. Yes, this is kind of interesting. I never realised this, did you? Is a video game. No, I did not. Titanfall's maximum player count. Hey, what do you think the maximum player count in Titanfall is without looking at the thing, Duke? Uh, you mean in one game? Yeah, yeah. How, many, like, how many players? How many on each team? Uh, 8v8. You're not far off, but it's no. less. 6v6? 6v6. Wow. Uh, Respawn Entertainment has confirmed that a maximum of 12 players can play multiplayer shooter Titanfall at once. 
6v6 is Max Blake, uh, respawn chief Vince Zampella tweeted last But it isn't 6v6, though, and that's a crazy thing, is it? Turns out uh, to be the best balance for the air with AR for us. Titan 4 maps include numerous AI-powered characters who work alongside and against players. There are also mechs that can be piloted or used to control uh, as computer-controlled sidekicks and follow in follow or guard mode. Zampella followed that tweet with another. It's incredibly fun. We did a lot of testing, and it's all about what we found most fun. Then, a 6v6 game can be crazy experience, very fun. And we we had it higher at points, but we felt in testing that 6v6 was best. After Zem- Zampella's tweet was discussed on NeoGAF, a very well-respected site where everybody behaves, Tidal producer <laughs> Droy McCoy took to the forum to expand on the philosophy behind the decision. Troy speaks like this. Lots of armchair game designers are going on here, he wrote. I suggest playing before judging is something as insignificant as a number in a vacuum. Vince is right. We chart a huge amount of play accounts and design the map's gameplay's mechanics and entire experience around what played best. If anyone wants to chase the numbers game... Perhaps we're not the experience they're after. I don't know. It's not Johnny Vegas. Um, so yeah, I think I think what's kind of interesting. I I kind of agree with this because obviously we've played it. We played it. We had a fucking pl- and I I am not, as you well know, the best multiplayer player. Uh huh. That's just your opinion. No, <laughs> no. I'm I'm well aware. I'm shit at multiplayer. Oh, I think games. you could be good, but don't be too down. I'm well aware of that. But because because I got quite a lot of kills on the AI characters, and some humans as well, to be fair, it wasn't all AI. Not me. I felt a lot better about myself because it didn't come out right with something like one kill and 20 deaths or something ridiculous. Yeah. And I think for someone like me who's not massively into multiplayer, it actually would encourage me to play it more because I'd be more interested in something where it's, it's more balanced. Do you know what I mean? And I think because of the AI characters in it, it, it becomes that way naturally. And I, I think this is quite a good thing, really. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with it, but, but the, shocked. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me because, you know, the game, I trust them. You know, but, but they I also spend think, every day testing that game, Stu. I trust them yeah, to I do. the right decision. I do. But I also think, how much fun did we have in Gears of War multiplayer? And how many was that? Was that a 4v4 originally? 4v4 and then 5v5. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about the numbers. No, it isn't. Um, so, okay. so this this article that I'm going to read next, I'm going to vote for. Uh, I, I'm going to. I'm going to say it right. I don't think this is exactly going to work out the way they say it is. Right. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Because th- this always comes up. This sort of subject, or you know, you see, you hear these things, and you just think, nah, this ain't this ain't going to work exactly how they say it is. Maybe almost, maybe close, maybe nowhere near. But not like this. But a game about boss fights. Only one of your friends is the boss. See, this could be cool, though. This could it always be sounds cool. cool, but look, the execution. It does. it does. Falling somewhere between Left 4 Dead and Shadow of the Colossus, Outrise is a game currently in development that centers around cooperative battles against enormous bosses. The catch being that the bosses aren't AI. They are controlled by a human as well. 
Foot soldiers will have access to a range of weapons and vehicles and can also climb the boss itself in an effort to bring it down. Playing as the boss should be an entirely different experience, as you not only crush everyone else into dust, but you will have to deal with tiny foals crawling up all over you and coming at you at all different directions. The game is still very in very early development, so early that we've got to sh- all you got to show you some concept art. This is on Kotaku.com if you want to have a look. Uh, but hey, if anywhere is going to show off just rad concept art, it's a fine art. Uh, the development team is made up of people who have worked on games like Hawken, Assassin's Creed 2, and Halo 4. So there's a good pedigree there. Well, Hawken did well, didn't it? I don't know what Hawken is. It never came out. It was a first-person sort of online multiplayer. There was a a beta for it, or beta-beta, whatever you want to call it, but uh, the actual game itself has never been released. Mm. Never been released. Never been released. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I like the concept of this, and it could be a lot of fun because it's like the it sort of... It could be a lot of fun. It's like the tiny versus the huge. It's like David and Goliath, but, you know, all your little Davids have to work as a team to bring down the massive Goliath, don't you? I don't know. It could be a lot of fun. It could be fun. It could be fun. But I don't think it's going to work out that way. I don't know. Uh, I that's like, the news like. of the week anyway, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Right, so... Oh, 10 billion was spent on the App Store, whatever. Yeah, no, that's a hell of a lot of money, doesn't it? A lot of money, isn't it? It is a lot of money. That's another news. A lot of money. Anyway. That's the App Store in 2013. Let's, let's get to it then. Games completed 2013. Right, Duke. <laughs> we'll go with you first. So, have you made a list or are you just going to, you know, so you can tell us a number and then list of what you did complete? I don't remember what oh, I completed in 2013. Far Cry 3, Bioshock Infinite, GTA 5, uh, uh, Gone Home. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't keep track of these things. Well, I didn't remember. I just went through all my different platforms and counted the ones I'd finished. Well, uh, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> just like... Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, so, any right. guess? I, mean, I know it hasn't been much on the Xbox because it's been my year of playing nothing but Steam. Uh, so, at a guess, how many do you think you complete? Uh, probably 15. About 15. Okay. And I'll tell you what was not on that list was uh, Last of Us. Do you know, fully enough, I added Proteus after your run because I thought, oh yeah, I finished that this oh, year as well. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, shit, I forgot to add The Last of Us. <laughs> Because Proteus as well, I finished it. I played it again today just to see if it was as uh-huh. as enjoyable as I thought it was, and I finished it again today. <laughs> I completely forgot to add that. No, my objective facts, Stuart. You can't say it's enjoyable. You have to say you believe it was enjoyable for you. It was. It didn't. Uh, anyway, I didn't. It didn't sort of uh, change my opinion after I played it again today. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, yeah, Chinny. How many? Um, do you, shall I read them out? Or do you want to read them out and then tell us the number at the end? Alright, here we go. Go on, go for it. The Last of Us. Low yep. Pop Chainsaw, The Amazing Spider-Man, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway, Sleeping Dogs, Aliens, Colonial Marines, Tomb Raider, Sherlock Holmes, Bioshock Infinite, Operation Flashpoint, Red River, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, Gears of War, Judgment, Dead Island, Batman Arkham City, Devil May Cry, A Hitman Absolution, The Walking Dead Season 1, Star Trek, Halo Combat... Uh, evolved anniversary, Halo 4, Far Cry 3, 
Call of Duty Black Ops 2, GTA 5, Lost Planet 3, Gone Home, Splinter Cell Blacklist. Wowzers. That's like, how many is that then? 26. <laughs> right, you ready for me? Although some of these these are a bit... so I don't know whether they can, but they kind of can, but they may not. I didn't may, think mine was very big. You may, you may sort of... <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot, though. That's a lot. Okay, you ready for mine? Oh, you meant my penis. Yeah. Ah, penis. <laughs> go ahead, Stu. Here you go, man. Uh, the Last of Us, Tomb Raider, Metro Last Light, Year Walk, Device 6, Bioshock Infinite, The Wolf Amongst Us, Episode 1. See, that was a bit oh, of a... That's a cheat. I didn't include that. Fuck that. That is a cheat. Pick it off, Stu. No, no, no. Cut no. it out. Edit this out. It. Ginny can include it. No, you take it off. If I can't include it, you can't include it. Well, That's anyway. Uh, Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 1. <laughs> No. Uh, Turaway, Killzone Mercenary, GTA 5, The Room, uh, Beyond Two Souls, Gone Home, The Stanley Parable, Kentucky Route Zero, The 39 Steps, The Silent Age, Dead Space 3, Crisis 3, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, The Walking Dead 400 Days, Papo EO, Uncharted Golden Abyss, Vanquish, Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, and Proteus. So there were all mine, and I had. Well, I've I've got I've got twenty now walking around on blood of shit. I've got twenty-five. Then I guess we have taken So you pit me by one. Yeah, Proteus though. Is that really fucking fair? Look, it's a game, and I finished it. Uh, I could finish that while recording this fucking show. <laughs> well, you could, but you've not. <laughs> I watched the I watched the twenty-minute well, YouTube still, video of it. Look, you've still beat me played, by one. What's your problem? I played twenty percent. <laughs> Well, not no, 20%. I played 40%. But you still beat me you by one. You two. That's the same as finishing it. But no, I've got to say, though, all that aside, I was, sho- I was shocked at how many I'd finished, to be honest. I didn't yeah, think I'd finish that many. I honestly didn't think I'd, I'd finish that many. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, God, countless hours. And then that doesn't include all the ones that many started. of those games, though, were, were a 2013 game. Uh, mine were, mostly all of mine were 2013 Give or take a couple. Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nearly all of mine were. So, yeah, no, it's been, it, it just shows you, though, how many you get through in a year. And that, like I said, it doesn't include the ones you started and didn't finish. I mean, I don't even begin to want to look at that list. The Last of Us? Yeah. Well, 12 of those games, out of 26, were released in 2013. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I beat you on games released in 2013, I guess, but you beat me on games in total. Yeah, I mean, if you want to count Platypus or whatever, Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you still beat me whichever way. I know, but like, it's, oh, it's, it's hardly a fucking game. <laughs> it's still a game. Stop <laughs> wow, he's angrier about it than I am. I know. I'm angry that he included it on the list. <laughs> he got home. It's at what least, I played and finished. At least you have to read. Things take time. Look. I played and finished it. It counts. Mm. I'm just saying, look, it counts. And I'm saying, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but yes, no, I'm, I'm kind of shocked and quite try and those. finish more. <laughs> those this are year. big games. Well, I finished two already this year now. No, I've already it? finished two. Yeah. Or is it three? It's actually three. I haven't finished any games this year. Because I've finished Tur away already. I've finished. Uh, Pomper, Dominique. Hang on. Wow. You put that on your list. No, I didn't. You said tear away. I didn't. I haven't got tear away on my list. I read them out off my list and tear away isn't on there. I'm sure you said tear away. Well, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. I'll tell a lie. <gasps> oh, damn, it is on there. Shit. 
That's another one less then, because I only finished that last week. Ah! Joe! Ah, damn it. Oh, well. You so you beat me by two, okay? <laughs> you lose because you didn't even keep track of them. I know, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, that goes into this year's, doesn't it, I guess? Uh, so, yeah, tear away. Yeah, I so you're ahead of me this year, mate. Dominique Pomplamoose thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it is a game. Sure it is. <laughs> and, the, and I finished Brothers of Taylor Two Sons. Yep, no, that's fair. So, you know, I'll finish three this year already. All the brothers. Yeah, you'll have Oh, thanks for that. No, you're okay. <laughs> so you that's what... I say I'm too generous. I know. That's what we finished, but what about the listeners? Because I did ask this question I on I don't care about them. That's what I was mean. You personally don't care about them, Chini, but you respect other people who do care about them. Oh, even I don't respect us. other people that care about them. I don't. Do you know don't... what? When I when I read these, I was kind of shocked because right. obviously, you know, I said to people, you know, I put a thing up on Facebook. We're going to be talking about how many games we finished in 2013. How many did you finish? Mm-hmm. You know, expecting quite a few. You know, people to have finished quite a few. I was very shocked. Nobody finishes anything anymore. No, that's what I mean. I was like, what? Right, are you ready for this? So I'm here ready. You go. Sean Anderson, zero. Whoa, I know, yeah. Antonio Phillips. Too many for a schoolboy. Now, I know Antonio will have finished a lot, actually, but I, yeah. I, said, I said we need a number, but he weren't forgiving it. Um, Kim Woods, three. Antonio Phillips, this is as best as you're getting, so he's not going to give us anything. Uh, Mark Singh, it would take me all week to go through my collection, but let me take a guess. Zero. Yep, zero. But if I get enough time this week, and The Last of Us is only a few chapters away, so fingers crossed. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, Chris Williams. I think it's 10, though that doesn't seem like enough. I've started a metric shit ton of games, if that gets me any bonus points. Nope. Uh, Jack Trafford, about 8 or 9. Gets worse every year. Uh, Mark Bayliss, just the one. Tomb Raider. Oh, and Gone Home, so I guess it's 2. Uh, Pete Landimore, all of them, except the ones I didn't finish. <laughs> Armar Parvez. I might try to complete Mario Sunshine. So I'm getting the impression, does that mean he's not completed any? Um, Mario Sunshine came out in 2004. Oh, there you go. Well, maybe he'll get around to that then. I guess that's a joke. Um, yeah. Alan Bennett, a quick look at Raptor says, I've finished around 12 games. That's quite respectable. 12's not well, bad. Oh, yes, that's not that's bad. pretty good. In 2013, if we were talking finishing the campaign story of a game or 100% complete, maybe only one or two. No, I don't, I don't mean that. Nobody's 100% complete. That's for weirdos. That's freaks. Have the compulsion to rinse a game out of its entirety anymore. Uh, SLH said 10, which is good considering I was quite poorly for most of the year and didn't game that very much. So that's good. 10's that's pretty, pretty good. And the winner, the winner of the, the listeners, uh, was Philip Mulholland. He reckons about 18 for him. Damn. So that's pretty good. Uh, but what does he say after that? Two of those are Defy 6 and The Room, which barely counts because they're shit. No, oh, that's your opinion, Shane. No, he didn't, no, he didn't say they're shit. shit. Philip, they're Philip didn't say they were shit, but he said they barely the count. Defy 6 is excellent. And The Room, said, both of those. He said those they good. barely count, but they balanced out Chinny. by a full playthrough of Skyrim to get the Platinum Look, Trophy. We didn't yeah, say Skyrim. how many games did you finish that were 30 hours long. We just said how many games. Chinny. It doesn't matter you how You have to recognize are. that there are subjective definitions of what is and is not a game. For instance, I'm right now playing the game Drink from Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got a high score. <laughs> yeah. 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 Achievements like Great game. Uh, 50 mil. Bottle is my favorite game ever. <laughs> um, 
yeah, device six in the room, they're, they're fairly lengthy, to be fair, both of those. So, you know, they constitute yeah, Jenny, on. games. They both got puzzles in them. You know the room as you play. You, you understand that we don't trust you when you say it has puzzles, right, you Stu? Because okay. you might say it has puzzles, and then we play it, and it's like, oh, yeah, you have to push on the left side of the you screen. Have get, <laughs> you have to guess what the game means. No, actually, device, no, device <laughs> six. Puzzle. Device six has probably got the trickiest puzzles I've played all year. It's got loads yeah. of them. Loads of them, and they're all bloody horrible. They're like yeah. mist puzzles. Are you calling mist horrible? No, horrible to solve. You know, you have to write stuff down. That's not horrible. What's wrong with writing? No, no, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying the hard, the hard puzzles. But, you know. Hard ones. Oh, man, I almost beat my high score right there. <laughs> Fun game. Oh, my God almighty. Um, and I don't think, I'm just having a look on the Twitters. I don't think anyone on the Twitters actually replied to it, though. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone did. Um, so that's kind of cool, isn't it, though? Oh, all those people finishing games thank or not. contributing to our discussion, yeah, people. Thank you for contributing. But, um, it, is, it is becoming a bit of a, a thing, isn't it, this not completing games? Yeah, I know, as long as we're having fun. Syndrome. I know. I tried really hard this year to complete a lot of games, I must admit. Okay. I, you know, I wanted to get through games, but... There were still many that, I mean, like, Remember Me, I started and kind of enjoyed and just put it down because I got to a stupid boss fight that I couldn't finish. No, no you don't, it's not a stupid, you just, you just, it's your opinion about whether it's a boss fight or not. I agree. You can't say it's a stupid boss fight. That's fine. It's a boss fight that doesn't happen to mesh with your own particular sensibilities when it comes to that element of the game. Absolutely. I just yeah. got frustrated. So, you know, I just put it down. Yeah. Um, and the same with DMC, and that wasn't anything to do with it. I just sort of didn't finish it. Uh, and it's free now on PS3, so I might download it again and go for it again, I reckon. Because I kind of liked it. You know what? I played up to the point to stop playing it. It was quite interesting and good. So maybe... I mean, do you reckon I should give it another go, Chini? Which one? DMC? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's free. So, you know, you have nothing to lose if something's free, have you? It's free to join apart from the one of joining fee of £40 and then the monthly payments at £42 a month for the first month and then it's £18 for one month and then 43 right, payments so of £92 for the next 367 months. Brilliant. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So soon. Um, I was all day to play that. Uh, did, you, did you see the... Uh... <laughs> Did you see the email off um, Jason Goher? Just for you, Duke. I didn't. I don't know. Did I? I forwarded one on to you. Uh, you forward a lot of things to me. I forwarded. Is that about the Simpsons to... Lego? Nope. Poop clicker. Oh god. <laughs> so it's I like, deleted that one straight away. It's like cookie clicker, but it's poop. <laughs> yes. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. You know. You know. I like to share, and, and obviously Jason loves to share. Yeah. You know, so, you know, shared it with you. So that's cool, isn't it? <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, um, yes, like, we have only got one email or two. Only one email, though. Are you ready oh. for this? Let's I'm do ready. it. I'm oh! ready. <laughs> Actually, we've got two. Uh, we've got two that we've got here. Uh, are you oh, ready? You're lying. I, well, I, can't, I guess so. I guess I'm kind of lying. But anyway, here we go. Are you ready? Uh, yes, I am ready. Here we go. 
Um, yeah, first one is from... Actually, we've only got... One, actually, I think we did. We did. No, we did that last week. Sorry, but we have only got one. Story. Wow. Get the number of emails I straight. I, I just don't know. Yeah, only one, I'm afraid. Only one. And okay. it is... Even. It is, of course, off. Jason. And he says this. Uh, Dominique Pomplamoose, Game of the Year contender. Oh, my goodness. Who sent this to you? Uh, Jason Gallagher. I'm starting to wonder if you and he aren't the same person. Maybe, they maybe you invented a persona to like send poop emails <laughs> so that it wouldn't look like you just want to talk about poop all day. Uh, and then, then Patty got a couple of the show to yeah. say that it was Jason Gallagher. Exactly. Maybe. Anyway, this came out in 2013, so it's not strictly a Game of the Year contender, I guess. It could be your Game of the Year if you only played it this year, I suppose. But Anyway. So we all know Stu always recommends the top games around. Oh, yeah, that is true. I, I can't disagree with that opinion. Recently, with his recommendation of Dominique Pomplamoose, he has outdone himself. This game is a must-play for every respectable gamer. Wait a minute. When did you recommend this? Oh, no, I, I sent him an email when I came across it. Oh, oh, oh you, I was going to say, like, geez, is he listening to us right now? Like... <laughs> no, no, no. I sent him an email. I'm like, you've got to play this. You will love it. Because as soon as I play it, I'm like, Jason okay, will yeah. love this game. I get it. Uh, anyway, he says, unfortunately, I purchased the Mac version and the file was damaged. <gasps> I recommend getting it on PC or via iTunes, but be sure to try the free demo. You won't be let down. Yeah, there's a free demo, by the way. You should play it just for a laugh. <laughs> uh-uh. Hey, Bilbo Chinny Baggins. Yo. Since, since you're into indies and orcs and shit. You should play Lord of Shadow on the 360. No. That game was <laughs> brill. With excellent monster characters, puzzles, and an incredible ending. Reminds me of Clash of the Titans or Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, that was well before Chini. Hey, the Duchess is playing Drink Bottle 2! There you go, it. you see? It's catching yeah. on. Uh, also, Stu, it's stop viral. talking. I know, yeah, stop talking trash about L.A. Noir. I told you for the last time. Did the PU outsell the one in December? All I really know is there was a big 4.2 on the Richter scale. Speaking of Sony, I called a rep at the weekend before the new streaming announcement of some billing information. And the rep on the phone told me of a rumour about that very soon-to-be-streaming announcement. Yeah, you never said that. That was in the news, wasn't it? I didn't miss putting that in the news, did I? What? PlayStation Now? We should have discussed that, really. That we'll was in the news. But and we'll yeah. come back to that in a moment. That's quite no, big news. Won't. You can't ignore the big news just because you're, you're not particularly interested. Well, if I'm not interested, it's not big news. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes rumours hold true meaning. Did you know Duke Scarf is getting every device six and year walk on iOS? Good man. Good man indeed. Not to brag about my test. But those games are finally getting the acclaim they deserve. I'll leave this email poo-free, as I like, I feel like poo is everywhere. Who would have... Why? Oh, my God. I was about to clap for that, then Stu messed it up. I know, yeah. Why should I have to point it out? So you won't step it in it, lads. So you won't step in it. Yes. Cheers to Eric for his role in Doki Doki Universe. Super epic. By the way... Put down your phone, Duke. All that poop clicking is ruining the show. What? I know, yeah. He obviously thinks you're playing it. Oh, oh that poop game. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, poop clicker. No, I'm drinking bottle water. Yeah, thank you again, Stu, for the Dominique Pomplamoose recommendation. I just fell in love. Not with you, you ninny. With Pomplamoose. 
Although you are the man, Stu, I wish the other two would recommend more games like this, unlike Bioshock Infinite, uh, that it seems critics forgot was incredible earlier on in the year. Pomplimus will be remembered. See, Duke, we do think alike. We remember those incredible early games and we both love toilet humour. The Decay guys have a game on the 360 Indies, It's Creepy, which was interesting. I came across that before this email. Yes. Got, yeah, got to run. Me and my wife got a date, so I'm going to go release the digested nachos and shower. Time to throw in <laughs> some George Michael. Ah, oh, yeah, baby. Ah, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that, I guess that'll say thank you, Jason. I think. I yes, think thank you, nice. Jason. We appreciate is. you writing in. We do, we do. keeping it somewhat poop-free. It was somewhat poop-free. He did, he did get it in there, though, was in a more sort of suggestive way, though, didn't he? Yes. He did actually manage to get it in a little bit. A little bit. Um, and, that, and that's it for email. So let's just quickly go back, because Chini completely overlooked the uh, PlayStation now. Ugh. Putting news first. Again. Yeah, again, only quickly. So, um, yeah, CES this week, uh, Sony announced PlayStation Now. Um, I, think, I think it's kind of interesting, do you not? No. You don't? You don't think it's interesting? Ah. No. That they're going to be streaming games to all devices, including Bravia TV, so not just consoles? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Peter, TV, tablets, phones. Sorry, what is this we're talking about? So basically, you know that's you know Sony bought Gaikai, right? And then obviously they they've not really said a lot about what's going to so be wait, happening. What you're saying is Sony's going to have a streaming game service of its own that doesn't work. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they've they've had a demo on the sto- on the um, on the floor at CES that worked very well, but then it's a bit sort <laughs> of closed, isn't <laughs> it? You know yes. what I mean? It worked well there, but that doesn't mean to say it's going to work. What has the company ever had something at a trade show that's different in any way from what actually comes out to consumers? Now they have. They it's have an electronic show. They of have course, al- same thing. They have already made sort of clear that you have to have at least a five megabyte connection for it to work well. well that's just your opinion. No, that's Sony's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> that's nothing to do with me. That's what they're saying. Streaming mm. game service play for- Why is this important? Well, it isn't. It's just interesting. I'm, I'm, I'll be interested to see what sort of pricing plan they put on this. Is it something that's going to be part of, you know, PS Plus, or is it something that's going to be a standalone thing that you have to subscribe to, a lot like, uh, you know, other stuff that, like OnLive, for instance. You know, you just subscribe to that. With OnLive was not stellar, was it? It worked. There was nothing wrong with it. It just didn't have any games on there. Uh-huh. It worked without any issues. I never had an issue playing a game on there. All right. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it it worked on on live with me. Um, I got occasion, occasionally got some sort. There of, we go. No pixelation, but that was all, and then it just sorted itself out. But I, I can't ever remember getting disconnected or anything like that. Okay. You know, so I'm, I'll be interested to see how well it works. How well it works. Yes. Well, why don't you let us know once you have a chance to play it? The more interesting thing that they're doing with it, though, and I think this is where I'm kind of more interested. They're doing instant demos. So if there's a game on the store that, that there's a demo for, rather Figure than... Figure out instantly if you don't want to play a dumb game. Well, no. Rather than having to wait for it to download to your console, you can just play it instantly. Yes. So you can just play the demo of a game without having to download or anything. So it'll just play straight away. I think that's kind of cool. And, you don't, and the other cool thing is about this, because you've only got a 500 gig hard drive in the PlayStation 4, 
you've got limited memory. And when, when most of the games, and I've looked, it's kind of interesting. I hadn't realized that it was downloading these games in the background as you're playing them. So something like um, Marvel Lego, you yeah. can play straight away, but it has about, actually, it's installed about 20 gigs onto the hard drive. Jesus. Well, how long does it take to install 20 gigs? It doesn't. Because what it does, it installs the first part of the game. So you can start playing it within about probably a couple of minutes. But then it, what it does, it downloads the rest of the game in the background whilst you're playing the game. Once again, I just feel like it's jumping the gun. We're not there yet. don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But it's coming to America in, in the summer, from what I can gather. But they've not announced when it's Love that movie. Coming to America. Yeah, that's good. I know that's not the song, but... Why? Get out of my way. I'm trying to play a drink bottle. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think Free. it's interesting. I mean, the more interesting one is that they're going to integrate it into TVs. So they're going to put it in their Bravia TV so you can you just get a controller and then you can just play yeah. games on your telly straight from the internet. But, but you just spent $600 on a PS4. You can't <laughs> wait for technology. No, no. This, this only applies to PS3, PS2 and PS1 games, I think, for actual streaming to tellies. So it's not the current generation because why would they do something as stupid as that? <laughs> I've been thinking about that the whole time. I didn't want to say it. No, no, it's only it's only PS3 games, PS2 and PS1. Okay. So it's it's the back catalog basically. So well, so so yeah. current games will only be on the PS4. So you can't wait for Sony to build something into their TVs that allows you to play PS1 games. Uh, no, I mean it'd be interesting. I, I would like because then it would give me a reason to actually sell and get rid of my PS3 if I can still play The Last of Us if I want to go back to it or Uncharted or any of those older games. I don't. You'd have to play it again, wouldn't you? I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested to see how yep. it works. They haven't said that, but I wouldn't. Let me break the news to you, Stu. <laughs> yes. No, but if it's if it's part Stew. if it's part of Stew. a subscription service, or they're going to look at what of... you've already owned and they'll be like, "Yeah, you get." No, to... no, no. If it's part of PS Plus, for instance, if you subscribe to PS Plus, you get to stream older games on your console. Yeah, so in 2016, you'll be able to play The Last of Us again for free. Why 2016 if it's coming out this year? Because they're not going to put that game already on the... That's like their number one selling game in the last 10 years. Yeah, but it's a streaming game. We're talking about people who have a PS4 here. Who yeah, but streaming you're not going to get it. Have... It's not free. We're not talking... I'm... Right. It's either there's no one knows what's going to happen with the pricing plan. I, my suspicion is that it'll be a subscription. So if they, they charge you £10 okay. a month to have access to all their old PS3 games. Well, that's fine by me. All what's, right. what's the matter with that? Nothing. Or fifteen dollars a month. Or if if you don't have PS Plus, you pay fifteen dollars a month. If you have PS Plus, you pay ten dollars a month. You get it at a sort of discounted rate because you've got PS Plus. I don't know. I'll be interested just to see because we don't know because they haven't announced any sort of plans, so we don't know what's going to happen. I think you and I are the. Uh, I think you were, you're the only one who's interested in this. I got to be honest. I'm not blown away by it. No, no, I, I think, mean, I think a lot of people be interested in this. I just, yeah, I do. I just feel like it's a bit of a weird move when they've just released the console when they announce well, the. It's only the back catalogue, though. They're not. I know, yeah, but like, why, why release a console at all? Why not just make? No, I agree. I that in itself is odd. You know because, I mean? but then you see, you wouldn't. You see, what they probably think is people will accept a lower quality. Um, image maybe if it's a back catalogue game than you would if it was because ultimately if you're playing a PS4 game say it, it can only stream up to 720p 
which is possible, I would have thought, because obviously you've got to keep the bandwidth down somehow, haven't you? People want to play PS4 games in 1080p or 4K or whatever the hell the next resolution is, don't they? They don't want to be playing them in 720p streaming because then you've just yeah. got on live again, haven't you? Yeah. So that that's probably the reasoning. You, you're more likely to accept an older game in a lower lower resolution, aren't you? I guess so. Right. I just feel like it's a bit of a weird move now. It is. I think it's just it's an added value, isn't it? It's just like a, also you can do. It's just another selling point, isn't it? You know, you can. Do, I'm not saying there's a lot of value in it, but it's a it's an added thing that they can say the console does. But you know, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting, and I think. For people like the the upcoming generation of gamers, you know, the younger people who are coming up now, you know, in a few years' time when they're old enough to play those games, they'll be able to go back and play them, won't they? Were... I, sort of, I do sort of think that this is this is kind of where everything's going anyway. Yeah. But I, I, it's just the way they've got about it. Like, it seems a bit weird. But do you, not, do you not also think this is a good way to introduce people to it? Because ultimately, if this is the way stuff's going, if they've already got a foot in the door... People are more likely to accept it when it does come full blown, aren't you? I just thought, why announce it now? Because they, they always said they were going to. Because they always said they would. It's a weird one. Why didn't they announce it when the when they announced the console? Or well, they did. They did, but they just they always said Gaikai was going to come to the console in the new year in 2014. They've always said that. That's not a new thing. Yeah, but we didn't know what it was. No, they didn't give any details till so now. So why didn't they give us details on the, on the console thing? Because they're know. not ready, Chinny. No, because they like to, you know, string things out. They've got to have something it's to strange. announce at CES. Oh, I still think Sony are still riding high. They can, well, they don't just put it off for a bit or something. I don't know. It seems just a bit weird. Yeah, but what what detriment is it to Sony, this? Um, That's it. There's none. There is none. I mean, what what negative effect can this have on Sony? Whatsoever. Mm. I'll just take this opportunity to say the Duchess made a cheesecake. It's been mocking me all day. Every time I go to the fridge, I look in there. I'm like, cheesecake. Is it is it like a baked one, or is it just sort of? Is it got a topping? Uh, there's no topping. Yeah, it's just she, like it, just like a baked one. Yeah, she baked it. I like cheesecake. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Um, maybe people will hold off buying the PS4, thinking that PS4 games will come to the PlayStation now. I don't think they will, though, because they made it quite clear it's only for back, back catalogue games. Yeah, for now. Yeah, for now, but the, the but again, like I've already said, I, I wouldn't be happy playing a PS4 game in 720p. You wouldn't be happy. No, most people wouldn't be, because it's all about like the highest resolution, you. isn't it? I don't think it, I think that would make absolutely not a jot of difference. You... You know, because they're only bringing it to Bravia TVs later on, so it's only going to come to the PS4. Um, and I think they're bringing it out on PS3 as well for PS2 games and PS1. So I don't know. I'll be interested just to see what the pricing structure is and whether it's something worth having once we know what that is. Because, it, you know, unless it's sort of appealing, I don't, it would have to be. I think most gamers who have a PS4 now won't be that interested if you have to pay quite a hefty subscription or hefty prices to get access to those games because there's no real point is there you know we all say oh backwards compatibility we all want that well to be honest we're probably not that bothered are we i'm bothered i want to play i don't want to have to get rid of all my games and and this is a way for them to sell us our games again no i don't disagree with it's a huge deal but 
from their point of view, I absolutely agree. But from our point of view, it's not that big a deal. You know, there's a few games I would like to play from the last gen. PS2. There is, but you're never gonna you're never gonna get that via a disc base anymore. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. You know, this is the only way you will get it. Mm-hmm. You no, said they, you got, were... they, got, they got Mercenaries Playground of Destruction at the Communist Game Shop. Yeah, but you won't be able to play that on the PS4. Whatever, whatever. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> no, make it work. Not with any attitude. No, you're you know, right. It's not gonna work. Um, yep. All right, are we done with this? Yeah, we're done with this. Right. What's next? Uh, shout outs, really, I guess. It's uh, time for a shout out. Hey! So, Duke, over to you first. Ian Chadwick and JT retweeted my thing about soup plates. Thank you, guys. And Jen Kirkman uh, responded to the thing I said about uh, Jeremy Scahill, but I know those words don't make a lot of sense to people. And that's my shout outs. Hey! Genie, over to you. Thank the makers of Water Drink. There you go. My new favorite game. <laughs> Uh, I'd also like, like to thank just for making a cheesecake. I'd also like to thank the makers of Water Drink. Yeah, um, I personally think it's overrated, but that's my personal opinion. It's just your opinion. That's um, just your opinion, and you're wrong. <laughs> Look, no one's opinions can be wrong. I'm going to shout out the last person that tweeted me. Hang on, Go ahead, do it. Let's have a look. Have a look. Do do I'm a Russo. Oh, there you go. Puffins are going to be banned next week. He he said um, good old games for Mac games uh, that are DRM free uh, are getting some good deals. SimCity 2000 and Sensible Socket and Cannon Podder. There you go. Some good uh, some good deals on GOG.com. Super duper. So shout out to him. Shout out to them. Um, I'd like to shout out Ed Key and David Kananga, um, who are who are the makers of Proteus. <laughs> just, just because he gave us a right good debate at the top of the show. <laughs> so so there you go. I just thought I'd, uh, just thought I'd uh, put that there for you. Um, I'd also like to shout out all the listeners, as always, because without you out there, you know, we wouldn't bother making this, I guess. You know, nope. the show that is. And I'd like to shout out Duke, because, you know, he's always a lot of fun to have a debate with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is you know, something for the listeners. There you go. <laughs> oh, whatever. I guess there's not. <laughs> Yes, because the Duchess was like, you don't have to yell at the top of your lungs. I'm like, yes, I do. This is why people tune in. The number one thing that anybody has ever said about Veteran Gamers podcast in the history of the show was when I got done playing uh, Heavy Rain. Oh, yeah, I said one thing to everybody. This is really. my brand. This is my identity. This is who I am. I don't think anyone will ever forget that, to be quite honest. Exactly. And this is going to be another one of them. People are going to look back at the end of 2014. They're going to go, the Proteus discussion. And yeah, I put yeah. discussion in quotes. <laughs> I know. I think you need I'm to do that. I'm supposed to be great papers during this podcast. I ain't great a damn thing. Ah, oh, that's good. You see, we kept you engaged. So, kept you engaged. Yeah, exactly. um, and a quick shout out to um, Tuscan, of course, for winning the competition. So there you go. What was kind of yeah, funny about well that? Done, competition. What was kind of funny about that? I sent. I sent the code to him and uh, sort of well done and everything. Never got a, a reply on the email or anything, right? So I'm thinking, I wonder if he got it. 
Uh, and then he only found out when he actually listened to the show. So there you go. Check your emails, people. Check your emails, especially if you invented a competition. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm well be a millionaire. And I gave, I gave away some Steam games as well to the runners-up. So everyone got something. Yay, um, everyone got something. Everyone got something. Um, and that's about it, I guess. Has Ginny done his? Have you done yours, Ginny? Yeah. Yeah, we've all done hey, that one. The last person that tweeted at him. That's right, we've all, ch- we've all done. So, hit it. we need to so get a hell out of here. Just the other day. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, good night, much love. Um, actually, I did have... I'm just looking at all the sounds I haven't played in a while. I know, yeah. I did have yeah. another shout-out, but I couldn't quite remember who said it. Great. But what I know, I know, I do feel a bit bad. Um, but yes, I was, um, you know, I, I listened to a few podcasts. But I must admit, I don't know about you, but I've unsubscribed to a few lately. Uh, just, I know, I know. No, none, none from friends this one? that I do. No, <laughs> you know. Um... None from friends that do it, but a few because I just found that I was just having loads and loads mounted up in my queue of to listen to ones. Uh, I um, I, yeah, I've unsubscribed to Giant Bomb because I just never get through those because they're always like three and a half, four hours or something ridiculous. They are pretty long. They are pretty long. Uh, but no, on one of the, I think it might have been the Boss Way, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> but they were talking about their games of the year and they talked about uh, someone, so, someone said that they should go and listen to our Bioshock Infinite spoiler show. But I can't remember who it was. It was... Uh... <laughs> Did you hear this as well? Are you waiting for a drum roll? Is that what that was? Here you go. No, no, no. <laughs> Too late. I don't remember. Did you hear this, though? You heard? Did you hear? No, I heard one of them mentioned that listen to the Bioshock... I want to say I want to say it was Seth. I don't think it was Seth though. It was either Seth or Chris. It definitely wasn't Chris. It, well, it was Seth then. Chris. I don't think it was. Who's he? It was Zach that... is the other guy. Is it not Zach? I think no. it might have been Zach. Was no, it? Was it, was it Seth? Anyway, whoever it was, to the show. Whoever it was, let us know and Watch, shout we can, out. Slack, to you. We can say anything we want about Zach. You won't know. Yeah, sorry about that. Fucking idiot. Look, you ain't gonna know. Yeah, sorry. This is a show. I know, yeah. Anyway, but well he's done. He's not an idiot, by the way. He's very nice. No, guy. he's not an idiot. But anyway, if it was you, Seth, thanks for that. Because uh, I, I really enjoyed doing that. It was one of my favourite things last year doing that show. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I don't remember it. <laughs> you don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't remember, remember anything? Exactly what? <laughs> remember what? Anyway, I guess we should get out of here. And I've got to say, shout, I should have shouted out. Like it or not, I am never going to pipe down. I should have shouted out you two for being bang on time tonight. We started bang on nine o'clock pretty much. Bang, bang, bang. Bang. You shut me down. Bang, yeah. bang. Buy my buck. Bye. My... So, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. 
All right, I'm 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 actually gonna grant. You need you to grade some papers. Yeah, I know. I need to do a lot of things. Yeah, always needs to do a lot of things. Yeah. All right, have a good night, guys. We will. Cool. Have a Super. good night, Sal. Super.